Okay. Now, as you all know, we here at Seek Treatment love the movies. I famously want to be a movie star. We're addicted to the stuff. We love movies. And you know we love movie podcasts. Yes. And now one of the greatest movie podcasts of all time, that's no joke, that's the honest to God's truth, is available right here on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. It's called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. This beloved podcast reviews films with leading actors of color and analyzes them in the context of race and Hollywood's diversity issues. And also it's funny as shit and a pleasure to listen to. Jump into Black Men Can't Jump today. Gerard, James, and John have an incredible back catalog of over 150 movies that you can check out right now and brand new episodes every Monday featuring discussions about brand new movies like Night School, Black Klansmen, Crazy Rich Asians, Black Panther, whatever the big movie out that weekend is. The guys are on it and you want to be in on the conversations. So movie lovers, culture lovers, politic lovers, comedy lovers, this is your new favorite show. Subscribe to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts today. And now on to the show. Forever. Welcome to Seek, Seek Treatment. Treatment, a podcast about boys, boys sex, sex, fucking, dating, and, and love. love. I have to get ahead of the rumors. <laughs> okay. I'm very ill right now. This has been the lowest energy kind of like 20 minutes of our friendship. I know. I know that I'm always sick, but I'm actually sick today. I, and I'm going to the doctor. If it isn't by the doctor, I mean city MD. I'm going. <laughs> see, you can hear my voice. It's gone. My I voice can, is see, gone. I can't I'm being punished. hear it. I'm very sick too, but I think I don't feel This those. weather is punishing me. The warm- you're sick right now? I'm very sick right now. No, you're not. And you got me sick, bitch. And you know that. But for me, I'm not a singer. I'm not a song show, So being sick almost doesn't really matter. I know. I is wish I was like on? that. Being sick is a huge part of my life. Being sick <laughs> is this kind of like it's in the background of my life. I have my Joe's Pub Show on Thursday. By the way, oh my God, I haven't even plugged my Joe's Pub Show. Please, you guys. There's still tickets left for my show at Joe's Pub on November 8th. It's part of the New York Comedy Festival. Why are you laughing at no, me? No, because this reminds me, I might be doing what? I might be doing my show at the Duplex at November twentieth. I haven't decided yet, but this can be a plug. For okay, go. Cool. You can't plug something that you don't know. about No, yet. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna right after this. I'm gonna email. Mm. I'm gonna do my Joe's. I'm gonna, okay, do, I'm gonna do my Joe's Pub show at the Duplex. <laughs> 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 um, and you all should come. I don't know who's gonna open yet, but it's gonna be. I think at nine thirty. Is that okay? Cool? Can you shut the fuck up? Like I'm, I'm talking something like there's like a link. A link there will be there. a link to mine. Okay. Well, no, there isn't. There's a link right now for my Joe's show on November 8th at 11.30 p.m. Part of the New York Comedy Festival. I have a full band. It's going to be incredible. I'm sorry I'm being a bitch right now, but... I know. You're being such a bitch. I'm running on DayQuil and... Does DayQuil give you energy? My my whole life, okay, is a quest to have more energy. You have so much energy. I was passionate about amphetamines, but I... uh, Now I'm like, does DayQuil give you energy? Can we talk about Sudafed? Sudafed actually works, but So Sudafed is a huge part of like... Being sick and taking Sudafed. No, it's like a huge part of like partying culture. I know. It is. And can someone explain that? To it's a, so it's this club drug, and it, um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, it it, it has Sudafedrin in it, so it's like I people, took Sudafed you, with sorority girls in Cape Cod. I don't know if this is true, but I want this. <laughs> really? Did you? Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know. And then I had sex on That's the beach. Actually, really sad. with someone who I truly don't remember. And this is so sad. When I was having sex on the beach, I had, I had just gone through a breakup. Thank you. And I had bought myself. 
I went to Chicago, which is like a horrible place. <laughs> I don't <wanna laughs> We celebrated to- Chicago in the last episode. I really like don't. I had like a horrible time in Chicago and I really never want to go back, but I am going back and we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, I am. My brain is completely dead right now. What I'm saying is I'm in Chicago post breakup. I buy a necklace. I see a necklace in this boutique. Wait, is this part of the Cape Cod story? Yes. Okay. Okay. So can you just wait geographically? I'm confused, but keep going. Can you just listen? Yeah. I see this necklace. It's a little envelope, a golden envelope, and I'm like, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean the necklace is an envelope? I see a necklace that has an envelope charm on it. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, you know what I, I, I need? I don't want right to fight now? about the necklace. I I don't have the energy to fight or okay. the strength, and I'm not talking as fast as I normally would because of my I voice. Think, I think you are talking faster. You need to calm down. <laughs> so I see this necklace, and I'm like. This is what I need right now. I need to buy a love letter to myself Ugh. for once. <laughs> this is true. I'm writing in my journal. I'm like, it's a love letter to myself. So I buy this necklace. I, I hate you. I yeah, think. I think I hate me too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm buying, I'm wearing this like love letter to myself. I'm at Cape Cod doing Sudafed with sorority Wait, I girls. thought you were in Chicago. No, I'm cut. So I'm in Chicago. Okay, stop. Seriously, stop. I'm in Chicago. <laughs> I don't have the uh, soon as this we uh, okay, they say they don't want to give me antibiotics. Uh, that's okay, that's not antibiotics. Pause. I'm in Chicago. I buy this necklace. A few weeks later, I'm in Cape Cod doing Sudafed with sorority girls. Okay. And I'm at this beach party. I start like hooking up with this guy on the beach and it's like not good. Like it's uncomfortable, it feels bad. Um the necklace is fucked off of me. And I'm like Cool, I buy a love letter to myself and some stranger I literally will never see again in my life fucks it off of me. I need treatment. You need treatment. And that's when I decided to start this podcast. <laughs> 2014. Uh, do, you want to something, do you want to hear something sad? Never even had sex near a beach. That's okay. It's really not great. Yeah, no, I'm sure. So someone recently told me they had sex on the beach and it was really good. Who? They're lying. I, I won't name the name. Guess what? You know them well, bitch. Oh my God. Yeah. And you aren't going to tell me. I'll tell you later. Okay. Sand got in my... Totally. You know what I mean? You know what? Wait, how are you, first of all? I, I know. You, I've been noticing you not asking that. Um, Pat, this day... I'm sorry. You know I'm having a hard day right now. I know, now. but you know that I, even like since this morning, two hours ago, like I've been so supportive through your whole illness. Like I know, and I literally apologize to you, and I, I really appreciate it. And I was like, I was doing that thing where I'm like, don't be sorry you're sick. Like, it's like I was being No, so I know, supportive. but I feel so... I've had, so I've had to cancel, you know, obviously 10 to 12 appointments for today, and I feel really guilty. <laughs> totally. And so to have Pat c- come in and say, I love you, no matter what kind of virus or what's the other thing um bacterial infection you have <laughs> totally i'm doing well i definitely still kind of finding it painful to be alive but sure. i um <laughs> i'm just like as we call it the human kandush no, <laughs> november is gonna be hard for me hey, why? right now i'm like wrecked but i i we know that i get crushes like i'm i have this crush oh. right now that is fucking wrecking my life and i'm obsessed with it and it's just like I've chosen a very problematic person to have a crush on, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm fully in love, and like that is kind of my story, and um, whatever. You knew who I have a crush on our guest, our guest, and it's time to bring her in the mix. Oh my god, I would say my best friend. Wow, my sister. Wow, a light. When we met, <laughs> I met and you. I'll, guys, I'll let her get into this, and, and I want to. I want to get into the fact that I met you guys on the same night. Oh my god, at McManus. Anyways, oh. put your ears open, open. for the <laughs> fabulous, fantastic Lula Latura 2. 
<gasps> the queen, Mitra Johari. Oh my god, I did. So triggering. It's true. And, Sing and, it. and the night we met, <clears throat> we took a cab home, bitch, together. I do remember that, but oh, first, Sing Treatment. Yes. <laughs> if you're boring, I'm Sing Treatment. That's all I have. Oh, that was really that good. Was really good. Thank you, you are sing- you singing that way where it's like it's joking that I'm singing, but, she's but good. then it's like, but you're good. Well, bitch. one of the things that happened when we met. First of all, we met and like within two seconds, we're like we're blood sisters. But then <laughs> we both were like. <laughs> Wow, we both have really good voices. <laughs> and we would like walk around like singing. Wait, were you cool. were you always a songbird? No. Yes. I mean, no. I'll I'd... tell her what she is. Someone's, <laughs> someone's lying. Which one do I shoot? You uh, know what I mean? You grew up yeah. doing singing. I did. I did musical theater in high school. Okay, songbird. Yeah, yeah. and songbird. she was. You were kind of like the star of your high school, weren't you? <sighs> Don't be shy. <laughs> This isn't the place for that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I did win some local theater oh trophies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, local so you- theater trophies. Local theater trophies are huge. You also were doing like local, I thought you were doing like local modeling, which I'm obsessed with. Wait, no, I wasn't. Were you one of those people that, were you <laughs> No, of- I deeply wasn't. Yeah. That She's is absolutely actually, furious at me. That is not true. <laughs> I'm obsessed with people who get like discovered Local models. There is a very. Just doing local modeling. Didn't mean to absolutely drag you the first two seconds. Like, Local model, Mitya Jahari. Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) Amongst all your accomplishments, I'm like, I'm like a local local model. Yeah, I never broke out of like Butler County, Ohio, but I was a local model. But I was the face. Mitra's one of the three million people I've met in New York who are from Ohio, which is. I know. Wait, why are people obsessed with being from Ohio? Because you just leave Ohio. That's the thing, is you leave Ohio. You either stay there there and get married. You get there because your dad immigrated, and then you stay there, uh, or you don't get married at 22, and then you. Go to New York. <laughs> so you're not married. I'm actually not. Is that married. hard? It is. Well, actually, it is. Okay. So when I I went to a bachelorette party for one of my high school friends, and like everybody, there were eight of us or something, and oh every, pretty much everybody was engaged or married. Oh my already. god! And do they wow. like feel bad for you? Um, they're pretty supportive. This particular group, but I did at the wedding. It was like, so when are we gonna have one of these for you? And oh, like, god. oh my god! Jeez, gross. <laughs> Where's wow. the wedding? Okay. Uh, in Cincinnati. Okay, which like, is, which you, is okay. in Ohio. I have, a, I have to pull the room. I have to take a temperature here because mm-hmm. this is kind of a polarizing question. Mm-hmm. Do you like weddings? Yes. No. I love weddings. I, I mean, it, yeah, I love weddings. The last thing I had to leave because I felt so uncomfortable for some reason. But sometimes I'll randomly like some weddings. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you feel that way? Um. Well, right now, now I don't drink. I've been to weddings sober and enjoyed them. And the last one, I was like, I if I stay here, I'm gonna drink and mm. I had to leave. But I, I and then also like I can't handle it at the cocktail hour with not the drink. But like I go crazy with like when it's really good food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh my god, I've eaten so much. I'm like in a suit. I gotta bounce. Now let me ask you this. But some okay. did you want to drink because it was so fun or because it was not fun at all? Um, just like the um, just like socializing. Yeah, it was tough. And then it's like you're expected to dance. I can't really dance, but every once in a while I can. And Sudi Green, former guest Sudi Green, recently posted it. And it's a story of me dancing like the best I've ever danced in my <laughs> entire life. It was I didn't even see it. That's she sad. wouldn't. I go send me the vid. She wouldn't send. Doesn't it. respond. I'm like, I love this video. She gets so cute. So she's answering. She's seeing yeah, this. She knows. I go send the vid. Nothing. Sudi, if you're out there and you still have the video, please, please text it to anyone here. <laughs> if you can get it to Mitra and I, we can find a way to get it to Pat. We'll figure it out. We'll, like, we'll airdrop. <laughs> I, we had. What are you? Are you life of party at weddings? Like, what's your. I don't care about weddings. Like, I've never been to a fun one. I don't know. Like, it makes me sad. I, I get sad at weddings because I'm like, I know that I'm wrong. I know that I sound like a bitch and I'm not right. But the people are, they planned so much and they spent so much money and it's just for this one thing. And then like, it's like the last exciting moment of their life is how I feel. 
Whoa, I Whoa. just think it's like a really nice day. Okay, <laughs> yeah. what's wrong with me? I, I mean, I think that's probably right. That's, so, I, that's society. Wait, I'm society? No, you're not society, but like, um, <laughs> but I think you're responding to society. Let's play who is society. <laughs> Shot, not society. Um, I think that you're responding to societal like images of what a wedding should be. And then it's like, I think if, if it's, I think it's abnormal to look at wedding as just a fun day because of society. Sure. Oh. So Mitra in this case is not society, which is good. And I'm society. Thank you. <laughs> and you're society. Yeah, I'm putting too much importance on it. Yeah, so you're a corporation. It. It's just so, <laughs> I, I, I guess I just think it over. It's like, it's so much money and it's like, you're. Ne- I, guess, I get sad that they're never going to have another wedding a moment or another event this big about them. Well, there's value. And you do a Joe's Pub show every month. <laughs> <Yeah. so> <laughs> I, get, <laughs> I need to have the, the, the monthly sort of fanfare. I told my dad, <laughs> when my parents came to my Joe's Pub show in June, I was like, why would I have a wedding when I can just do this? And they're like, that's not why you have a wedding. I know. You psycho freak that we've somehow raised. Like, you have a wedding because you want to spend the rest of your life with someone. Not because you want all your friends to come okay. tell you how great you are. I'm like, hmm, this is very interesting. I don't know. Do you want to get married one day? Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Brave. I mean, I'm very, I like, I can't get the, that Ohio part out. And mm-hmm. also like, that's just my, my family is very, like everybody, in my family is married pretty young and oh my god and you want to have kids obviously yeah Mitra's very maternal oh you're very maternal mm-hmm. I didn't know that about you I was like the oldest kid and I'm I'm the oldest in my family and I was I'm... the oldest kid in a cul-de-sac uh, oh. so <laughs> okay, <laughs> mom of the cul-de-sac <laughs> oldest kid in the cul-de-sac and that is who I am time. Time. <laughs> Oh my god! Coming to a community theater near you, <laughs> my one woman show, <laughs> oldest woman in the cul-de-sac. What people don't know oh about god. me is I had to, much I had, I had to grow up really young. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I had to grow up really young because I was the oldest kid in my cul-de-sac, so yeah. I didn't get a childhood. Yeah, percent. she, as you would say, she raised those kids. She raised those kids. Yeah, yeah, you really did. But I did babysit for like a million families, and I nannied until I started working being like, successful <laughs> and for, just so you get everyone knows like mitra has been very successful from a v- incredibly young age i don't want to tell you because it'll make you upset yeah, yeah if you protect- find out how successful mitra is for her age you're not gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't unknow it okay you can't un- i wish i i wish i'm gonna do me that favor right. i wish i couldn't know <laughs> when i tell pat how old mitra is he's like i don't want to oh it's too late for him. If I never found out how successful Mitra was young, I would I wouldn't be doing a podcast right now. I'd be like working in finance. Well, Pat and I would I'd be, be married by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitra, you you just knew from it. You're like, I got to get out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. I got to chase my dreams. Yeah. Do and you- where did the dream start? <clears throat> um, dream started, I guess, like when I started doing college improv. Sad. Yes. <laughs> don't, to, don't laugh. We don't need to laugh at that. Well, we do. <laughs> the way that I engaged with college improv, we Wait, do so, need to laugh. So do you, you know, you, did you go to U of O? Ohio State, yeah. Whatever, that's what I meant. Yeah, U of O. Um, <laughs> uh, University of Oregon. Um, okay, cool. So there's lots of people in New York who were on that improv troupe. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. It was like a really good team. It was a really good team. It was team. a powerful team. Bellwether. Oh. Bellwether. Wow, yeah. So that is the college improv festival that my school put on that I used to run. Okay. <laughs> I was not involved at all. I just absolutely know about it. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I started doing that, and, and I th- I'm sorry, I know you're taking out your gun, but I thought you took out a harmonica. Okay. I thought you were taking out a pack of cigarettes, and okay. I was like very impressed. <laughs> Everyone here is wrong. This isn't gum. It's like these things that I buy from Seven Eleven on Long Island, when I go to Long Island because it's cool. What it's, is these? What is things? it? It's not gum. It's um, it's like nicotine pouches, and oh. it, um, it's like better than gum for me. You stick it up your ass. I stick it up my, uh, I stick I stick up up my ass. ass. It hits me so fucking quick. <laughs> it's crazy. I need something. Give me. 
You give me a nicotine pouch. Oh my God. Did this with a group of girls gobble, in gobble. Cape Cod. Did these nicotine pouches with a group of girls in Cape Cod got fucking. Shut the fuck up. You get more than your neck on an island. You, know, you, you guys make fun of that story, but that's what people come for. They're going to love that shit. <laughs> I mean, of course. Oh my God. I would love for that to happen to me. <laughs> Nothing like that is ever going to happen. That's true. I don't know if I would true. like for that to happen. I do. Me. I want the. See, the stuff that you. We talk about doing the stuff, stuff and then you, you actually do, do it. Well, we need, to, we, need, we need to talk about. I need to talk about how we met, and then we talk about the famous story that sort of defines us. Yes, okay. That's what the listeners want. So we met at the Edinburgh French Festival. Okay, are you dying? We met in fucking Scotland. Yeah, that's crazy. And the joke was, um, one of us will get pregnant. This we month. bonded over a joke that was like, "This is gonna be such a fun month," and I was like, "And that one of us would be pregnant by the end of the month." That's very twenty-one-year-old. Like, this yes. is a funny joke to have. I, yeah, yeah. We were, we're t- I was twenty-one. You, yeah, t- you were. You- 19 I think oh, obsessed home. And one of the hardest things about Mitra for me is that no matter what happens because we're a year and a half apart we'll never even be the same number at the same time and that's okay that's totally okay we make that work we make that work I was 19 Every, we'd look across the room and be like in mouth one of us and that made us laugh very hard which to oh me is still God. funny and if you I, don't think it's funny I'm really sorry totally. yeah it's still funny and so then Mitra's like let's go out and get fucked tonight and I'm like wow yeah. like, and, and I said that having had sex um, three times oh, in my life I thought Mitra was like the sex freak I was actually, not like, really I thought she I, fucked, like, she, she was talking as though it was like every night like in and out I, obsessed I'm, I am a fucking Wait, different guy every to, single night. Just to interject because we kind of loop out of stories and then back in. Are right. you? Are you? What's your deal? Are you? Are you sex positive? I'm very sex positive. Oh cool. yeah, she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm sex positive but repressed. Cool. I don't think you're repressed. Okay. I, th- I think. Well, I'm, let her be repressed. You, oh, I'm not. Well, former. At least formerly. I, I, I think, don't talk about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a conversation between me and Pat. We decide if you're sex repressed. This girl is repressed. <laughs> This girl is rough. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm coming hot off a breakup with an Orthodox Jew who wasn't allowed to be seen with me at the movie. <laughs> I fly to Scotland. Yes, and, and I like, can't remember if this was pre old BF or past or, or before. Wait, what? What post? I'm. Oh, your life. I think I think it was after. It was after. It was after. Single. Say yes. the story in a way that I know what's going on. Okay, so I had been uh, seeing someone who was much older uh, <gasps> right before I went to Scotland and was pretty destroyed. You're from not that. repressed. Yes. Are you a fucking older dude? You're, you're not, not repressed. repressed. You're, you're not repressed. <laughs> <laughs> you're not repressed. Job soy. Job Job soy. Uh, oh so I was like, Catherine, tonight we're gonna go out and we're gonna get fucked. And well, really? Did you say those words? As a pretty much. Yes, yes. And I was, I was like, like, let's go out. I was braver as a nineteen-year-old. Well, I wasn't. I did. Okay, so let that, me t- finish right. the story though, because <laughs> <laughs> you'll see. And so we go out and we get drunk and we're like, we split off and then we're having gin and tonics. We're, yeah, famously having gin and tonics. <laughs> Our hair is stick straight. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, we literally are flat ironed to hell. I, just destroying wearing head-to-toe Urban Outfitters like bandeau dresses. Yes. Truly. How long? does it take to straighten hair a long time okay. 20 minutes for me like an hour oh because i'm bad at it yeah um, i would be bad at it keep going and then the next morning um <laughs> i see Catherine, and so i go home let's say 10 p.m and oh <laughs> what uh, is anyone else hearing like this beeping there's a garbage truck okay cool sorry <laughs> oh, am i crazy yeah so you going <laughs> <laughs> Like a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we re- like we record in Brooklyn, we live in Brooklyn, we work in Brooklyn, we love in Brooklyn, and that's like a thing. Okay, do my voice sound as crazy as I think? Well, when no. you switched into Pretosh, my nose and head are so full of snot right now. I'm like googling sinus massage. You sound fine. At the same time, I'm like googling 
name of all my crushes. It's part of me. Okay, so my crush right oh, yeah. now is an IMDb. You what? My crush right now is an actor, not in a bad way, and he has an IMDb. If your crush, I don't know. It's like if your crush is on IMDb, See, I might say seek treatment, but but also but, but I have a crush. <laughs> No, I think it's good for a crush to be on IMDb. I think it's good for a crush to be on IMDb. When, when your crush is an actor, you have to really... It's hard because when your crush is an actor, that could go either way. And you have to really check in with friends and be like, is my crush an actor in a bad way or in a good way? And I think if he has an IMDb, I think that that's kind of a, a good sign. But, but anyone, anyone can, can have, have an IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> I can't have an IMDb. Yes, no, any, like, no, you have to decide how to make yourself one. Literally, if you have been in a <laughs> okay. web video, you can have an IMDb. That's how it's that works. really sad. If my crush made his own IMDb seek treatment to make I mean, can you tell if they make their own? I don't know. I you think should, there's a way to tell. You should have to register if you made your own IMDb. Register on all the things. With the government. Hey, it's so just, you know, you can't live close to a school. You go throughout Williamsburg knocking on doors saying, I made my own. Just because I moved in the loft upstairs, you need to know I did make my own. I made my own IMDb. I'm in treatment now. I'm a completely different person. <laughs> okay. Wait, sorry. Something that so I can't control. So we're in, we're, so in, we're looping like, back in. We're in Scotland. Oh, so Scotland. I go to bed uh, and then Catherine comes back and she's like, so I um, I did I'm it. I'm scared to hear the <laughs> I, I did it. I I fucked a guy. <laughs> yeah, was this we the guy with the race car bed that we heard about last episode? Actually, this is yes. actually wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, but this is the, f- the first the time, time was in a stairwell. Yeah, of the apartment we were staying in. Oh, I actually did not remember. Sorry. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that changes the stairwell for me. A girl. And, like, okay, I can't come when I'm standing up, so we had to like lie down like across. Yeah, so like stairwell, <laughs> across, but like, not good. <laughs> it was horrible. It was like I was really lying like across like four stairs. Like like in my mind, it's very hot to get fucked in a stairwell, but it, you did it in a way that it is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not strips hot. it of its dignity. <laughs> there was no dignity. It was not like Lions it was a movie. Would be like the saddest scene. But it actually, like, I think I, you can get. But I, I did you, come. I think you can it, come standing up, Catherine. If you really fucking try. I think so too. I would need like to be in a good mental space and I would need to be like feeling supported. Yeah, you need to like be doing the artist's way. And Sometimes like guys you're... think you can come so fast. It's like, give me a fucking second. Yeah. Don't you think guys, I love when a guy, <laughs> when they just like finger you so hard and they think like, oh, you fucking love this. It's like, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> Let me process that like I'm here. Well, I actually, yeah, I, I go straight from kiss to full penetration and then it's over. That kind of is your really? JK. No. Oh. no. Oh, is it no, not? it's not. What? <laughs> Cut that out. Okay, oh. That is not her thing. <laughs> from kiss to full I come Now, s- that's a play title. Yeah, I have one peck on the lips and then I'm immediately getting just plowed open. <laughs> I come so fast, it's so sad. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's, no, it's bad. <laughs> okay. When you're a boy, it's bad to come so fast. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm flattered. Okay, cool. When you come fast, when we're fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Anyways. So you get fucked on a stairwell. Is this part of the whole... Oh, so so she comes back. Anyways, I'm like, I fucked on a stairwell. And Mitra's like, I'm like, what'd you do? And she's like, I came home at 10 p.m. And I'm like, you (laughs) fucking bitch. I don't know you anymore. And that was the start of a beautiful friendship. And then like, I... Why was... So for some reason, I had like a shattered European phone. And I was like, I'm never seeing that guy again. But then he literally texted me being like... Hey, I know we just had a one night stand in a stairwell, but I'd love to see you again. And then you did. And then I did. And then he invited me on his family's boat. Mm. And I Seek didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I think cuz you were getting kind of you were, you were hearing your alarms in your head. You were like this isn't safe. But I did consider going. Well, cuz it's fun and it's interesting. And you were 21 in Scotland. Yeah. I live for stories. It's hard to say no. Well, I mean, and then, you know, 
there were plenty of other stories. Thank so. you, Meech. There were plenty of other now, stories. Now, Meech, mm-hmm. we have to discuss something. What? Your partner in love. I know. I'm obsessed. With He's Meech. so. I, I only kind of met him once, and I'm like obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, like my relationship to him, which is really interesting and probably more important than what you, have, you guys have. Been <laughs> Before you guys are dating, I see him at a show. I'm like. Mitra I already knew like when I saw him I was like Mitra is gonna die for this person because he's so funny and so cute and sweet we so nice mm-hmm. um now talk about your is that your type <laughs> yeah <laughs> every the the f- physically for sure he's kind of tall lanky where it's kind of like a baggy like white shirt in my head yeah like he dresses ba- cool dresses cool um yeah like a I like a lanky tall that's that's sort of across the board the the deal. Can you do the honor of telling us your love story? <laughs> love love story is that I had a big crush for like six months and just would. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's like so lame and boring. <laughs> but no. you Insta or was it? You it's a love story, was... baby. Just say yes. <laughs> okay, it's a Taylor Swift quote. Uh, I love you. Like she's a... she's cool now, so we can like say that. Yeah, she's political. <laughs> I've always so. like Taylor Swift, and I famously listen to Endgame and think about my crushes. What is Endgame? Big reputation. <laughs> Big reputation. You and me, baby, a big conversation. Oh. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That was like the worst I've ever sounded. That was the best I've ever sounded. I love that. We're tied. My fifth grade teacher, Sister Alice, used to tell me that she was obsessed with Judge Judy and she would say that on my dumbest, on my smartest day, I was dumber than Judge Judy on her dumbest day. What? Wait, I can't even keep up with that. So on Judge Intellectual titan, Judge Judy. Pick a scientist. Do you know she's the richest woman in television? I buy it. Yeah, I buy it. I she, she on her dumbest days. Wait, than really? Than uh, more than like no, but told to me she, by an educator. Like told to me by an educator. Oprah? Yeah, or like like the people in Friends or something. But she, no, because she makes so much. She she does her show. <laughs> she does her show every uh, her hour. She does every day. Wow, she does a new hour every <laughs> day. It's so crazy. <laughs> every day she has a new hour. And um, yeah, someone I forget who once told me Judge Judy is the richest woman in television. Okay. She's also a judge. As a judge, I think you're automatically rich already, even if you're not on TV. I just don't care about her. Is that bad? I have this weird thing where I'm like, one day I'm going to be smarter than Judge Judy on her dumbest day. And so that's... Is she really smart? I don't get it. I mean, she's a judge. My fifth grade teacher, Um, that's all. I feel like I have a thing with lawyers where it's like, I think that's easy. I don't think being being a lawyer is easy. I think it is easy. You just read. Yeah, but that's what reading is hard. I hope that the, I hope the fans absolutely drag me. <laughs> um, uh, whatever. My teacher was obsessed with Judge Judy and Tina Turner. Those were her two idols, and she was a nun. Hmm. But whatever, we don't have to talk about her. No, that's, that's cool. A huge part of my childhood. <laughs> no, life. she sounds really cool. I, mean, I, hated, I hated her. She hated me. You should get her on the pod. She hated yeah, me I mean, what? A, I that's gay. so crazy. That that's such a weird thing to say to someone. She hated me because she knew I was gay because I was sloppy. She would. I would go to the bathroom and I'd come back and she'd take out my eight pocket folder and be going through it in front of the class and be like, "Look how messy Patrick Aww. is." Arrest her. Uh, she should be arrested. That's you're a bully. So, but when she I was a nun. Like she was like a little. You're so she cute. was an old school nun, so it was like, be mean to kids. So I don't. I like have no interaction with any of that stuff, and it's every story I hear sounds so psychotic. Yeah, nuns are truly evil. But I saw a nun yesterday in my therapy space. I was like, cool that. How are there still nuns? My therapist told me I had gray hair. (laughs) Why would she say that? I don't know. We were like walking out. We never walk out together. We walked out together and she turned to me and she's like, you have a patch of gray hair. And I was like, (gasps) what? 
what? I don't <laughs> think you should be allowed to walk out into the world with your therapist. <laughs> like, stay in. Oh well, it's a coincidence. I but, had my yeah. first therapy the day before my 30th birthday, and wow. it went terribly. She didn't. She only wanted to talk about, like, writing strategies. <laughs> and she was the only She's thing, like, do you have any tips for someone <laughs> trying to break into the industry? The only, thing she told, I, the only thing she told me the whole time was, like, try writing in a coffee shop. It could help. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. thank you so much. <laughs> we even talked about how do you, this is your first episode as a 30-year-old. Yeah, I, I always said I wasn't going to be one of those people that made a big deal about turning 30. and then I Why that, would you even suggest that you wouldn't be? <laughs> I, made a, I made a huge deal about turning 30. Um, Yeah, it's funny because it lines up really perfectly with a really troubling month financially. So, I, um, so I'm spiraling, but that's okay. Wow, I just realized what it's, what it's going to be like when Catherine turns 30. What are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> it's very far away. I know, but I'm if, just, if I, not... I feel like I have to start preparing now. Oh my God. <laughs> I think that I'm going to be so successful by the time I'm 30 that it'll be really relaxing. Thanks, bitch. That's good. What? You are successful. No, I'm not. Hot. Stop. Wait, Whit- Whitmer. Okay. Um, Had a big crush for a really long time. Do you call him wet? Yeah. But like when you, so like, I want to I know like the first moment I you saw him. Mm-hmm. How, in the first, and then like the first, how did you like. How are you messaging? Like, how did that all start? You know what I mean? Um, it was like a couple weeks into being in LA. We were on the same show. Um, and you're backstage. We're backstage. I love that. It's... I love a romance. All good stories begin. We're backstage. <laughs> we're in the green room. We're in the green room. Tell me the venue. Uh, it was this like music venue. She's closing her eyes. She's trying to go back there. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't remember. She keeps that in a box because oh, it's, it's so powerful. Uh, okay, Nervin. Um, robot show by Mikey Heller. Really thin and um. I knew who he was, and then saw him do a set, and thought he was oh really my funny. God. And did you go to him after make good set? Yeah, I mean, we we like both knew of each other, so we said hi, and then uh, got lunch a couple weeks later. Okay, wait, was... wait, wait, that's you're doing a huge jump. <laughs> you say good job at a show. Yes. Who's like we should go lunch? Me, because I was new yes, to LA and I had no oh, so you friends. have that in to be like. I'm new to LA. Would you mind showing me the cool lunch spots? Would you show me around this town of yours? <laughs> Where's the good chop? Where's the good chops here? Yeah. <laughs> so got lunch and Where'd you um, go? Went to a place called Fred Sixty Two, which was by where I was staying, famously with the woman with the cat mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> woman with the dying cat. And I'm sorry, that was, woman. I mean, it's okay. A woman. <laughs> Should never outlive her cat. It should always uh, what? a woman should not a woman should never have to bury her cat. It should always be the other way around. The cat was fully shitting blood. You could hear no. it breathe. It was time to go. Once I'm I, not. I don't like cats. I'm sorry. Once I cat sit for an aggressive one eyed cat who, uh, while I had throat gonorrhea and it got out, and I had to walk around the apartment with my like full like throat gonorrhea, trying to like beckon the cat back in. One eyed cat slash. That's me. what my close friends call me. <laughs> when the so this this lady was very nice, but she left me alone with the cat for the first week that I was in L.A. And the, the cat was dying and I had to – it was sweltering heat. There was a heat wave and the toilet was broken. So it smelled like no. hot shit the no. whole time. And I was like, this is my Los Angeles. No. Uh, yeah, it was perfect. Um, and then, yeah, so then uh, – But you got lunch. You got lunch. Was it immediately flirty? Uh, I had the I had a boyfriend. So. <gasps> oh, obsessed. Oh, obsessed. I had – no. I hung out with someone recently. Uh-huh. Who has a girlfriend who's just a friend of mine. Yeah. Okay. But he's so hot that it's just like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I don't think that should be allowed. To be hot in a relationship? To be hot in a relationship and having fun with me and not like being into me. I know. The person I'm Do we agree? The, my crush who's Do you know really... who I'm talking about? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> my crush who's really hot is in a relationship. 
my crush is really hot who's is in a relationship but they're open but what's troubling is like uh i'm so deeply in love that i don't think i could hook up with him even though he's in an open relationship mm. that's smart mm-hmm Protect yourself. Yeah. I, I have to protect myself. Guard your heart. In my 30s, I have to protect myself. Totally. Now more than ever. Guard your heart. That was like a very Christian thing that was thrown around when I was in high school. That like these Guard your heart? Was even, it like guard your virginity? Guard and protect your heart. But and they meant your virginity. I guess. Yeah. Oops. Um. Okay. So you have a boyfriend, but then... Yeah. So I started coming by... My other relationship ended and then started coming to LA all the time and... Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we see each other all the time, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. Oh my god, Catherine was on the receiving end of all of it. I'm so. just obsessed with you guys, it and was, now you're happy together. Yeah, I, I was just so nervous because we were great friends, and I thought he was really cool and really fun, and I didn't want to tell him I liked him if he didn't like me back. And, and as an very, outsider, it took absolutely forever for you guys to get together. Yeah, so I, I'm. And is that okay? I don't know if it's okay to say. I mean, I, I, I would love to hear your side of the story because uh, Patty was very upset with me. I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm all about making a move. I'm like, you got to just do it. And I am famously not. Me too. It's so funny because like guys are obviously in love with her. She's perfect, beautiful goddess. And she's like, takes 17 years to make a move. It was pretty, I mean, we were seeing each other every day pretty much. And I was like, I can't tell. <laughs> uh, if someone hangs out with you every day but and no, they don't kiss you, seek treatment. I hate that. Wait, so you're and you're not hooking up just platonically hanging out? Just platonically hanging out. That's yeah. hard. That's hard because especially in the biz in this world, it's hard to know. Yeah. Anyways, um, it and then um, yeah, my second to last night in town for one of the trips in like April or something. I just uh, Patty Harrison, a friend of the pod, friend, uh, and thank you for acknowledging <laughs> friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> An alum of the pod. An alum of the pod. <laughs> we were uh, sharing the same bed as we <laughs> often do, and I came in for like the millionth night in the row and was like, "Hey, I still haven't done anything." And she's like, "You have to just send a text. This is this is a lot." <laughs> yes. So you sent a text. I was like, "I'm into you." Yeah. Oh, what did the text say? Can we know? Ugh, it was so lame. It was just like, I'm "I think say- you're really cute and nice." <laughs> and is that, that it? That's pretty much it. I think you're really cute, and that was like sort of like crazy for you. To, you thought that was crazy. This Truly, day. she typed out a text for me, and then I took out every. I stripped it of all the substance, <laughs> and then just said like, "You're cute, and I like hanging out with you." <laughs> and oh, that's then turned, hard that's hard turned my phone on airplane mode threw it across the room and didn't look at it for 15 minutes and then it was fine oh my god yeah and then he wrote back like i'm obsessed with you yeah he said i'm obsessed with you <laughs> <laughs> wow that is a love story it was, it's a love story modern Maybe day yes. in modern day it's a love story it's just so hard what's hard to like shoot shoot the shot i just don't have that i don't have that I think it's absolutely incredible that anyone ever gets together. Yeah. But, but you're so good at like verbalizing how you feel yeah. and just well, making a move. Like, to me for that, better or for to worse. To me, that feels huge to send a, question to, to send a text that says, I think you're cute. And I, to me, that's so, huge. And I hate the, the text element yeah. of it. It's so, I feel, it makes me feel so lame. When I just in, cannot do it's it. It's modern. When I'm, in, when I'm in person, when I'm in person. It's modern. Thank you. <laughs> when I'm in person, I'm like, I'll do this over text. It'll be easier. And when I'm <laughs> on text, I'll be like, I got to do this in person. Yeah. I for better or for worse I can't hold in a single feeling I have and so <laughs> when I'm with a guy who's like hot I'm just like you're so hot <laughs> and I, I don't I don't know if they always like that I wish because I have a, I think I have people a, do I think people just want to know how people feel about I, I have it. A, but sometimes men are are they're turned off by a confident woman well right. I mean the losers then I have, yeah, a, I have a secondary crush right now that I can't tell what it is and we've hung out and I should send an I think you're a cute text but um. I don't want to, I, that would make me feel psycho. Why? Um, it just would. 
Okay. Because of the way I was raised. I wasn't raised in a barn. Okay, we don't send those texts to where I'm I from. wasn't raised in a barn. Okay. I was raised in a gorgeous home. Okay, well. With love Full of love. Full of, full of so much Catherine, love. Catherine, the, the love that they have display for each other is psychotic. My family mm. is so in love with each other. I, I mean, Catherine's dad will just turn and she's like, I sent an email today. And he's like, you are amazing. Like, there's no one like you. I am so proud of you. The way that you work is incredible. You are destined for success. I love you so freaking much, kid. That is 100% accurate. And I would say she's even doing a subtle version of I, what I receive. I, yeah. I think that's so hot. I think now what? we're... we're no, okay. That's so hot. It's when, so hot. When, a, when someone calls someone kid that they're romantically... Is that okay to say? Like, Oh, when, I think that's disgusting. I think it's hot. When, oh, when, when no. big calls Carrie kid. I like, fucking hate that. If I would, someone called me kid, I would shrivel no, up. I would be so there was a guy it. in college who once called me. I'll never forget this. We were not romantically involved. He was just a friend. He comes up to me after the summer. He's like, "How's your summer, kid?" Ew. And I was like, "Fine. What about you?" And he was like, "I'll never forget this quote." He goes, "Ah, you know, not too bad. Just trying to make a little do re mi. Rub these fingers together." Wait, who? <laughs> this guy. This guy I went to college with. Well, maybe gesture did the money finger gesture. How what would we what would we describe this? The money finger do gesture. Re mi. He, he did the jo- money finger gesture. Just trying to make a little do re mi. Wow, <laughs> one of those moments, and that was out of Panera, and I was getting a bread bowl, and that's one of those moments you'll never forget. Panera is a, <laughs> Panera is a huge part of the college experience. I, I love Panera. To me, Panera is sophisticated, and that is Ohio. I think that Panera <laughs> is one of the few places in this town and in the world that's really still for creatives. One I, of the happiest moments in my life. When we, Mitra and I got to go to Bonnaroo together this year. Wow. Time of our fucking lives. It was the best. And we had this really fun day where we went to IHOP and Panera and like a shoe store. Yeah. And got I got Crocs. I've okay. never felt more like at peace. It was like this suburban daydream. I was obsessed. It was the best. Post Malone is doing a Crocs thing right now. Can you oh, tell yeah. me? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's all I know. You know what I know look now. Me in the Post eye. Malone is doing a Crocs thing right you now. You know what eye. I know. Okay. You, both of you. Okay. Can someone tell me? Who that is? I actually I cannot know. wait. I am dying to know <laughs> who, who that is. You guys, listeners, lines, if like you, does anyone like, know who that is? If you know who or what Post Malone is, please, please, please reach out. We don't understand. If you who know Post about Malone Post Malone? Let's seek treatment. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I. That is something that I refuse to know about. I will say when you were ta- which episode were you talking about, Drake? I, I oh, was. That was <laughs> uh, Brandon Scott Jones's episode. Okay, so okay. Catherine. One day we used to live together, and Catherine turns to me. There's nothing wrong with this. There's a. Th- Okay, there's, she's like, Mitra, can you, what is that um, Drake song about school? And she was talking about <laughs> Sunday Candy. Oh my God. I don't know. By Chance Rapper. It was on the radio Oh, wow, that song is that old that you guys were living together when, um. It was like four, like, it wasn't that long ago. Am I, I like just found out about Sunday Candy. Yeah, but, but like um, three years ago? Four, three or four years ago. I think that Drake and Chance the Rapper are both so hot. Yeah, they are. Cool. So what? I didn't know who a song was by. Okay, I, you, but I need you to tell me and don't lie to me. Who is Post Malone? No, I, I genuinely know. cannot help. I don't know. I know he has a thing with Crocs right now. That's just you something that I, I like. I just don't. I can't. I don't care. I I'm don't scared. Know. I'm scared because something really scary happened. What? Where I was? You hooked up with Post Malone. <laughs> I mean, for all I know, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's a lot. There's a lot of. Spot. I mean, if one of us in this room has fucked Post Malone, <laughs> this, is what, this is what I'm about to say. Statistically speaking. <laughs> I definitely feel like he's like. Well, um, I'm not done with my story. Okay, okay, keep going, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm being kind of prickly today. No, it's fine, but I'm definitely gonna be mad at you at the no, end. No, are you serious? Yeah, but I'm that's in okay. a fragile space. I know. Okay, so I opened my Spotify app on my phone, iPhone Rose Gold Plus, Rose Gold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I see like there's like a you know they have like artist spotlights. I'm like, ooh, who's that hot person? 
Then I click. What? And I was like, no. I think there's a really good chance Post no, Malone was, is hot. There was one good image. No, I don't think he's hot, but there's one image where it was like kind of, sh- it was like a blue sort of like filter over the photo. It was like a shadow. And I was like, that guy's so hot. And I was like, oh no. I couldn't even That's pick, post Malone. I could not pick, post- <laughs> I, could, so I could not pick Post Malone out of a lineup. T- Happy Halloween to me. I mean, I shrieked. I don't even know what he looks like. And what is his music like? No Do one you knows. Know? We're asking our producer. No one in this room knows. <laughs> when, when someone, no one should have. I have actively chosen because I, okay. I feel like I listen to artists that are in that sphere, and I, uh, I've just actively chosen not to know. What and I don't know why. Sam I actually Smith? said that. In the, is no. That, <laughs> is that why? Why? Because he's gay. He can't be a post Malone type. A gay man can't be a post Malone type. Okay, you heard it here first. Now I know. Now I know. And you know, Post Malone is going to shatter that glass ceiling. <laughs> Who is going to be the first gay man to be a Post Malone type? The race is on. The race is on. Could it, be, it could be could me. It could be anyone. It could be me. It Stop. could be you. Oh, you guys, I'm so excited to tell you about a lovely meal kit delivery service that I'm obsessed with. It's called HelloFresh. HelloFresh shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy, baby. My favorite HelloFresh meal is the Swedish meatballs. Hello. It was so freaking good, and I made it in my home. I'm obsessed and addicted. Here's how it works. There are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. Forget planning dinner, spending money on takeout, at 10 p.m. or worrying about gathering ingredients week after week. Boring AF. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. It's really easy. The recipes are simple and the instructions are outlined on pictured step-by-step cards so it's truly very hard to screw it up. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week, yawn, and get that time back to do more of what you love, like yoga and reading in your journal, and also writing in your journal, but also reading your own journal. You know, most recipes take only 30 minutes, so you can listen to Seek Treatment while you prepare your meal. And HelloFresh is a subscription service, so your meals come to you week after week, just when you need them. So we have a very special offer for all of you Seek Treatment listeners out there. Love you. For a total of $60 off, that comes to $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash SeekTreatment60 and enter the promo code SeekTreatment60. That's HelloFresh.com slash SeekTreatment60 and enter the promo code SeekTreatment60 for $60 off HelloFresh. So easy. Live, laugh, love. I think it's a perfect time to get away from Post Malone. <laughs> turn the, turn the, the mic. And the lens. I turned the mic and lens. And the energy toward our guests and ask Mitra, who are you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? Yeah. Okay. And don't be shy. You stupid bitch. Just today. I'm, well, I was stupid bitch. What? No, I'm stupid bitch. You're not well, so bitch. sweet. <laughs> I love you. I'm getting sentimental on my day quilt. <laughs> day quilt makes me sentimental, and that's okay. <laughs> who yeah. are you? Um. Well, high school uh, wanted to be like a doctor lawyer thought i was gonna be doctor lawyer um great student great student mm-hmm. um worked for her in school was in like every club whatever did um went to uh eight latin conventions oh um, my god eight latin conventions? say something in latin say something in latin uh salve that's hello <laughs> i remember like no latin. sound like a sim okay <laughs> <laughs> <Salve>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sick dreamer. I love The Sims, but we can't get into it. It's not the time. Never played. Um, Wait. Whoa. Didn't have a childhood. I I mean, honestly. (laughs) Who took your childhood from you? Those younger kids on the... The oh, younger kids that? on the cul-de-sac. Can we say that? When you're the oldest kid on your cul-de-sac, you absolutely can't be spending time playing Sims. Mitra raised herself is all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I went to eight Latin conventions. So basically it was just a bunch of nerds who love the Latin language and the mm-hmm. history and culture surrounding it. And we went to go to a hotel in Columbus, Ohio. There's one in like pretty much every state. It was Ohio There's Junior Classical There's a Columbus, Ohio League. in every state. I was high on every state. Look it up. And we would just like truly um, take tests and uh, dress in costumes and write skits and just do that. Um, Wait, write skits? We would like write skits. I I was like ranked nationally for skit writing. Latin recitation. Oh my God. (laughs) One year I got, I won a national prize. And at the same time, you're like obsessed with The Daily Show. Obsessed with The Daily Show. Yeah, I was obsessed with The Daily Show, but like there was just no. Are you still? Mm. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> uh, still, like, uh, was and like did theater and soccer and all that stuff. And then, oh, you were a soccer girl? Soccer girl. I love well rounded. In your student. high school, were soccer girls something that was um, celebrated? I don't know. I don't think it was like a huge part of the, the cult. I feel like you were popular and cool and hot, and you had a boyfriend. I um, always had a boyfriend or was like had a thing whatever um i was i was like just i did did everything so people just i was i think well we also like everybody grew up together so i was weird and maybe if i'd like moved to another school would have been bullied but everyone we'd like known each other since kindergarten so they're just like oh yeah that's her so i just got to be Hmm. myself in my high school soccer girls were celebrated ours was like is that cool to say in this day and age (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so i mean I, i did i was i did theater and like in-school performances were a way to miss class, so doing theater was very cool. Oh, nice. Oh, That's, no way. Flip the script. Flip the script. Yeah. Uh, everyone was just pretty nice to each other in my school. What is Ohio? Yeah. I My only experience around Ohio is that there was a um, there was a fake ID that would be passed down generationally from my uh, on my cross-country team in mm-hmm. college. That's and beautiful. I <laughs> was the freshman who got it my, my year, and it was, a, it was the, it looked like a generic person like truly like anyone could pass like it looked like a sim before you do anything oh my God. and the name was T- titus mcdonald and he was from columbus ohio oh my by God. the time i got it he was like truly 33 years old i titus. truly looked like an 11 year old um but i was like definitely kind of how did it feel to be titus for a night it was crazy when, yeah. I, when I was titus i could do anything or be anyone totally um and that was thrilling and then cut to college College, uh, started doing college improv and then immediately was like, okay, great. I found my thing. So I'm just going to pursue that completely. And Which was comedy. Yeah. Um, so I started, I was doing like the college improv festivals and stuff and then saw Baby Wants Candy, which mm. is the company that we work for in Edinburgh. And one of the performers in the show um, <laughs> famously oh hit God. on me after the show and he was like trying to like impress me or whatever and Fuck. was like... Um, we go to the Fringe Festival and I knew about it from high school and I was like, okay, so do you have interns? <laughs> and they oh were like, God. yeah, I can give you a producer's email. And I was like, okay, but seriously, give me her email. <laughs> and then, uh, wow. Using your sexuality to get ahead. As yeah. you should. Empowering. Thank you. Um, and then did that. And then, uh, we did like, they wrote a Fifty Shades of Grey parody musical mm-hmm. while I was there. And then I, uh, stage managed that when I was for like their national tour for like eight months basically you were a working woman from day one yeah 
and then went back and then interned a daily show. This is how I know you're young. It's Fifty Shades of Grey came out when I was like 43 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm in college. Like Fifty Shades of Grey has like been out for you know since I was like four. Cool. Um, interned daily show. <laughs> dropped out of school. Interned at late night, and then started comedy stuff. And then it all sort of came together mm-hmm. with the Debras. Debras, yeah, and and like Full Frontal. Oh, all yeah. that was sort of happening at the same time. Which mm-hmm. was like Debras happened at the same time as Full Front. Um, Debras started like. A month after I moved to New York, we started three busy Debras. Three busy Debras. Their show go off. Yeah, Wait, that's a month week. after we do uh, Union it? Hall, November sixth. Hee hee hee. Seven thirty p.m. Run don't walk. Run don't walk. Run don't walk. Um. Yeah. So we started doing stuff together, which was amazing. It was just like to to find people right away, and then was doing stuff with the Annoyance at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um. And the heyday of the Annoyance. Heyday of the Annoyance. Uh. And it was you were just big like, at the Annoyance. I remember that. Thank you. I was a star at Holy Fuck. <laughs> and then uh yeah it was just like found i found the people right away which was really great and then who are you now um now uh i like what's going on how about i say how you are okay high-powered tv writer <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous woman in a relationship beloved in the community and can you tell us what you're up to now we're working on Deborah's stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? Still like in progress. They're in the mix. In the mix. <laughs> the Deborahs are in There's the mix. Talks of work. Talks <laughs> of work. Talks of work. And then just yeah, like doing my own stuff, which is nice. I feel like you're always doing a million things. Yeah, I'm I mean, I you know, uh the only thing that brings me real joy is work. <laughs> and I can't say anything beyond this but i ref- i refuse to work on a project me draw isn't involved in <laughs> <laughs> and i refuse to find joy in work it is amazing right. <laughs> and so then who do you want to be what are your what's your big dream and don't be shy big dream would be that um i am respected and successful enough to be able to make whatever i want to make mm-hmm. involve whoever i want to involve mm-hmm. big house i feel like you're like one year from that <laughs> <laughs> my best friend um, <laughs> i know i know where um, do you want to live um, I mean, the dream would be like live an hour outside a big city or uh-huh. something, and like you know, have a nice like house. And you're gonna have a house in the hills. You'll have a place in Malibu. the bird streets. The bird streets. I just want like, I want to be, I want it to be accessible, but not to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, the nice just work when I want to work, and that's you know, and be married, be married, have a kid, and how are you gonna raise your children? <laughs> What are their names going to be? What are their genders? Do not know what their names are going to be. I need you to reveal their genders right okay, now. Okay, gender reveal party for my um, to-be-conceived child. Um, so, oh, my God. There's a big pink cake that just rolled through the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just having a girl one day. I think I'll be a good mom. I, I think. Um, will you be I'll, a strict mom? I will be. I will be strict, but yeah. I will let the kid do what they want to do but they just have to tell me what they're doing sometimes yeah yeah you have to be you have to be open like i didn't know anything about my body i didn't Mm -hmm. know anything about like i just i had i got no real like feedback in that way or Mm -hmm. not even feedback just like pre uh pre you know information to work with in the beginning so so much stuff was like very confusing to me and there was shame attached to a lot of stuff that shouldn't have had shame attached mm-hmm. to it or at least like I could have understood more so that to me is like the most important thing is just openness not yeah. necessarily being like cool mom who's like go out and fuck sister but like <laughs> just knowing what Calling you're... your daughter your sister <laughs> <laughs> we are sisters now I birthed you but you're my sister <laughs> yeah yeah I could wow. see, yeah so 
I feel like a good thing about you is that Mitra, the thing about Mitra, and this is the only way to describe her, is that like she's so low maintenance and easygoing and like selfless that she can sleep on like a wooden pole. Like she could sleep standing up and she'd be like, I had a great night, great night's rest. And you'd be like, fuck you, you bitch. Whereas I'm like, where's the canopy bed? I need like my noise machine. I need the fan. It is crazy to me that you don't have a canopy bed. Yeah, you, I know. Because your, your bed is the bed of a chill low maintenance person well actually people no, don't know that i actually am low maintenance too okay <laughs> no look at me you i am okay <laughs> no i can really i can really hang okay you're low maintenance if i have my no here's the thing if i have my way i'll pick something high maintenance but i'm not going to be the one complaining i think you are high maintenance but malleable if that Thank makes sense you. like so, like yeah. i like road trips i like camping yeah. And you guys don't believe you're I look like you don't believe me, but this is true things. I just wouldn't describe you as low maintenance, but I well, do I, I think you can be high maintenance, but like it's both. I feel like I pick one. You are a nice off. you are a nice high maintenance. Yeah, like I all right, so here's a here's a story that isn't high maintenance, but maybe in like one time we went to Chipotle and you are burrito wrapped. <laughs> and it was like they were like, like a week ago. they were like do you want us to double wrap or do you want a new and it was like it was like a process figuring out what we were going to move to moving forward and no i was also in a crazy headspace, you were in a crazy headspace. unlike every other day <laughs> yeah it's actually so unique to that day <laughs> no, I, we were having a particularly crazy day we did we had a photo shoot and you had a crazy morning and the burrito ripped and she was like do you want me to double wrap and i was like well i don't want more tortilla and i she know like, she wasn't thinking about carbs and i'm not going to make her remake it but so I was what happened of, i was getting a burrito to be kind of vintage like it's oh. everything's about bowls so I, I know like, i want i was like i know like put on a sweater and i was like i kind of want to go back to a place where like you can just get a burrito and like not do that no good and no good deed goes unpunished because i ain't ripped it's so crazy to think about in college i used to hope my burrito would rip so then i would get an extra tortilla and i was like i knew so little about like wow. um, carbs. carbs yeah mm. um, anyways i ended up i would say eating three bites of the rip burrito yeah. And getting into an Uber. Yeah. You weren't high. I'm not saying you're high means, <laughs> but that was just a story. Where it wasn't like, yeah, it broke whatever. Like, it was. Well. Okay. Are you mad at me? Well, if it... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay. Anyways. Point She's saying I... no, but she is Point nodding. is, in my next apartment, I will be getting a canopy bed. You just well, are... you mentioned road trips. We went on a road trip famously to Philly. Yes. yes. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I feel like me just shit because I. I, I think we need to unpack this. Yes, I spilled my coffee on that trip, and when I and then I in spilled, my brother's jeep, and then cheers. I, and then I spilled cheers. coffee again this morning, and I am Mitra. I'm I'm scared to spill coffee in front of you. Why? Because uh, I think you're <laughs> mad at me. I'm not. Okay, good. Would you guys guess I'm from a jeep family? No. no. Okay, so I but Jeep is my dream car. Is, oh, what kind? I think it comes from being like closeted in high school and people I was like, I want a Jeep. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so keep moving. Like what kind of car so what kind of car are you gonna get when you move to LA? Wait, I'm scared for you to be driving. I know. Are you are a good you driver? Gonna, no. Me, no. Me too. Well, me too. You have never seen me drive. Yes, I have. You have? No, you haven't. I've never driven around. I can picture it so clearly. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm scared the whole time. That's what time. people. I, whenever someone asks me if I'm a good driver, I say I'm exactly as good at driving as you think I am. Yeah, and that's and how you know I am I mean. too. I'm like white knuckling the whole time. But I will say when we when I did um, the shows with Sarah and Jamie, I drove and I did a really good job. Okay, what and kind of car are you gonna get? I I want like I drove a Mazda three in high school. My Amazing. sister still has it. I just want that because it's what I know how to drive, okay. and I want something like small and safe. Um, like. Bore, like gray. So <laughs> Do you want to know something really impressive about me? What? what I'm really good at jumping cars because in high school <gasps> my car 
broke down every day if, if it was cold and I had to jump my car every day after school. That's I don't even know what hot. that is. Yeah. Well, I'll jump your car one day. I love that. When I move to LA, I'm going to get a, um, a convertible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you just like picture it? Yeah. I can. It's going to be white or maybe red. No, not red. White. I think you should get a red. I barely can pay my rent right now, and that's what I love. I'm getting um, a red convertible. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, red. Yeah, I think it is sort of funny to get a red convertible. It's so on the nose. It's exactly. That's why I like it. White convertible is so sexy, though. And I think it's gonna be white. Yeah, white is fun. Um, I'd even be open to black. For wow. me, what about me? Get white. What, no, this, I can't do this. But what about me in the yellow Jeep Wrangler? Obsessed. I would love to see that. You know, yeah. I used to be obsessed with yellow Nissan Xterras. I don't know what that is. You know what's really rewarding? There was a girl on my um, team who... <laughs> I ha- fucking love cars. <laughs> I don't know what any I car know, looks like. I know. talking about cars. I know. We never expected to talk about cars. <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> I love to get under a hood of a car and just see what makes it work. Whoa. Um, I, my a girl in my high school's... All high school, her um, screen name was Red BW Chick. And then she got a red VW. And I was like, well, you like manifested this. Good for her. Yeah. There's a girl in my hometown who's like obsessed with lime green and her parents <laughs> got her a lime green Jeep. And I think about her all the time. Yeah. Oh my God. Being obsessed with a color is like one of the main reasons why someone should seek, seek treatment. I, I mean, that true. I was thinking about that. And I was like, <laughs> what if like, what is like so something that I, I was like, you know what? Like neon culture. I hate. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Says. It's dragon. <laughs> if you're, if you participate in neon, neon culture, culture, seek treatment. <laughs> Neon culture. Okay, so if, like if, love, if people like trying neon is like people de- <laughs> deranged. You're trying to like have a personality. It's like that. I can't, know. Be, loving neon can't be your personality. You can't. It can't be like like neon green. Especially, I have such a problem with it. Like and like fuzzy, like fuzzy neon. <laughs> it's, it's part. And it stems from this sort of trickle down of EDM culture that is destroying our. Nation. Oh my god! When I see those like furry, like like knee high, like not even like leg warmers, I. No disintegrate. one knows. I don't even know. I black out. I dissociate. Yes, you will. no one knows about this. It's but like, like in the eighties, it was cool because it was like new, and but, now it's like it's not. It, it's not funny to. It's not funny to like neon. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> no, I'm sick of What's the name of the. I, 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 I'm embarrassed at what our generation has decided like is fun. No, I'm in a place in my thirties where I refuse to pretend things are funny. Like, like people like I know puns that are so bad they're good. Like. Uh, no, I, no. Seek treatment. yeah seek treatment like, you, you like ha- puns like seek treatment yeah or if you like don't even like puns but the joke is like how bad a pun can be and that's so funny it's like i, I don't pretend things are funny anymore you know what i mean if i go to a show and something isn't I funny know, I, I don't fake laugh anymore if you are if you have like a thing where like you're obsessed with a color or like an animal and you like have that as like your thing i that freaking is- love pandas uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is like the fucking saddest thing in the world to make that like destroys me and what i love about myself <laughs> is that i lose money every time i do comedy right. <laughs> <laughs> and the- when people like things i hate it but i do lose 40 dollars for oh every show that i do <laughs> holy hell we wrote an amazing song this summer because I'm random, I'm, I'm too, too random to love. <laughs> I am hello random. It's about like neon. Oh, what was it? It was like it was like um, no. It's also in like the Hello Kitty Bazinga. world. What was uh, it? Oh, the words Bazinga. You Bazinga you pe- pizza. You Roku bucks. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really good. It was so good, and there was no laughter. <laughs> no, my my favorite song of you guys and Patty is. He's nice to me. Yeah. So I, think I think about it all the time. Oh, no, sorry. We're absolutely plug crazy today, but we are doing another It's a Guy thing with me, Mitra, and Patty Harrison on November 11th, 10 p.m. Union Hall. It is sold out. It is sold out. But there will be tickets at the door. And again, I might, and again, I might be doing my Joe's Pub Hour at the Duplex <laughs> oh, on November 20th. I am actually furious. No, people do DM me. You know what this reminds me of? Look at me. This reminds me of. 
when I and I don't I'm sorry that I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> Senior year of high this school. This will be good. Senior year of high school. You get to wear the college t shirt that you're going to. And my entire personality in high school was like, I hope to God I'm smart enough to leave this place and just be away from these people. So when I get into Princeton, I'm very excited to wear my Princeton sweatshirt for college day. And then this guy, as a joke, wears a Princeton sweatshirt. Like the joke being like he's fucking stupid. <laughs> and I get I walk in and I'm like, You can't take this from me. <laughs> that guy sounds really funny, actually. <laughs> you can't take this from me. I think he's a doctor. <laughs> I'm on that guy's and I side. I am working for free. <laughs> I um uh, no people do DM me and tell me it's hard to see me live, and I'm like that's because I don't do shows, and when I do, I don't um. What do you mean it's hard to see live? Hard? Because I don't have a website. Like I don't know. Oh, these, these are the things I'm dealing with. People DMing me saying that. We should get crazy. a website. That's very easy. But it's also hard. Um, you have to remember <laughs> that I do have a small plate, and making a website is one of those things that feels truly impossible for me. Okay, I get that. <laughs> but I might be doing my my book show on the twentieth. Well, thank you. you. Need to <laughs> I want to say, Mitra, you're one of the most like productive. Yes, I'm jealous. Y- you sleep less and work more than any person I know. And how do you do it? Can you help us? <laughs> I mean. I think what helps is like now just doing stuff that I like with people that I like mm-hmm. um, doing like just doing stuff that I want to do, which is it sounds lame, but is novel for me. Both of us are like, what do we like to do? I've never liked something. <laughs> Being alive is painful. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just feel really guilty if I'm not working oh, where does that come from? or like le- like I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Self-loathing. <laughs> when do you sleep? Uh, are, are you asleep? Do you think sleep is bae? I hate sleep. Oh, I, I, God, I, I want to like, be that sleep person. Sleep and food to me, I'm like, I would love to not have those things in my life. I'm dying I'm sorry, to be that. On the floor. I'm dying to be that girl. It would be. I, I mean, I like. I'm not. I like. I like eat and sleep. It just would be so cool to not have to do that. I like to not. I like to try to not eat and sleep only because once I start eating or sleeping, it's like fucking clear your month because I'm just going to be in bed for truly seventy two hours. I know. Food means nothing to me. I could eat the same thing every single day. It would not bother me at all. That's what I want to be. I'm like, should I do? I'm like, sometimes I'm like, should I have soylent? No, food is one of the only things in this life that brings me pleasure, and I'm never going to say no to it. I, I mean, I like, I like, I like the rituals around food. I like cooking. I like, like, I like going out to dinner with a friend. That's like my ideal social mm-hmm. outing or whatever. But I, yeah, the food itself, I'm like, whatever. Can we talk about Soylent? Yeah. Do you guys believe in that? No. I, I, it, it's even though I don't care about food, I cannot deal with Soylent. Maybe I should do Soylent. My life is about a few things. One, it's about broth. It's you about love broth. Dinner parties. It's about candlelight. You need to do another brunch. I know. I know. I know. And I know that. I love having, I love, I love like cooking for a large group. That I feels really ho- nice. Yeah. I love hosting and I just can't wait. Oh my God. To have my next brunch. Life is, about, I made a list the other night about what life is about. <laughs> God, sad. <laughs> sad to make a list of what life is about. Sad. You're no, sad. it's not. I like to list. Mitra, I like to you list don't off. I like to list off like <laughs> priorities and like goals. I have a list of goals on my wall. Oh, what are they? Um, well, it's really like broad. Like I have some specific stuff from like these are projects that I would like to complete or like mm-hmm. devote significant time and energy to. I-, I made a list of like October goals. Haven't looked at it. What so didn't look at it once the entire month. Well, it's November now, and you can start fresh. November goals. November goals. I think I said that life is about. Laying down, a cool breeze, a good sweat, making things, laughter, a martini, and a song. 
Okay, I've alienated everyone I love. <laughs> I, okay, I do I do like it. Uh, no, no, no. You hate it. No, I, when you said martini, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, my whole thing is that I like neon martinis and um, I love turtles. But Catherine and does Hello look a good sweat. She really works. She, when she goes to the gym, she really goes to the gym. I, I go hard. You gotta. And that's why I'm, I'm really sick. impressed by it. Because I need to breathe. I think that my wrist hurts because I go hard. I think yeah, that's cool. Do you, like, do you like to hook up? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I really, I stop hitting on her. Because <laughs> I'm free after this. Oh, okay. um, Catherine, goodbye. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I do. I, I like, I'm not, um, I used to be way more like. Like a one, a one night. When thing. I was in college, I was like really fucking. And then when I got to New York, I've just been in like, with a few exceptions, like monogamous relationships. Yeah. Like oh, long I'm so term. impressed by that. But I you're just, a like, monogamous relationship person. Yeah, you love to be in a relationship, but you also love to like hook up. I feel like I always have. I'm never alone, but I always have like something happening. Yeah. That's how I am too. It's yeah. always been like that. Um, but I, but like when I was in college, I was like a nut. Wow. Um, love it. It was really fun. There was um, well, never mind. But <laughs> I don't think I've even told. Well, what? It just. This is like okay, this is like the one like juicy thing. I'll okay. okay. Yeah. Actually, I think I will regret. Wait, I'm scared. Feel bad. Never mind. If you hate it, we can edit it out. Okay, my it's not even that crazy. It's just I don't like normally talk about like sex and stuff. But, but you came on a podcast about boys sex fucking getting in love. Yeah, so there's one party in my hometown. This was like the same like right before I, w- I went to Edinburgh. I went to a house party and it was the first time I'd ever like booty called someone. But mm. he was really late getting there, and I really wanted to like hook up at the party, so I had sex with someone upstairs then he came so i had sex with him in the basement of the party and then the so oh. two guys at the same party and then made oh. out with two other guys and oh then drove my, my friends home <laughs> obsessed <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> is checking her boxes and getting the fuck out of there was, i've never heard up at a party that's really. ama- an amazing story I yeah it was so fun i mean it's great never to be repeated but it was so fun fantastic fantastic now i think it's time to ask you this do you feel hot today I do feel hot today. You, you look, look so really good. Put together. She comes in with this black turtleneck with jewels draped over the turtleneck. Yeah, I'm like, what are you? I'm Mitra like, inspired me to start wearing hoop earrings, and so it's good to see you sticking to your gun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and a fun sandal sock combo, which I love. Thank you. Yeah, I feel good. I mean, I feel like um, I've been taking good care of my body. Uh, I've been <laughs> exercising a lot just because I was on a trip. And also just like my relationship makes me feel hot. So. Yeah. Oh, my God, Yes. Wow. It's cool. It's long distance is very hard, but it is so But you're always in LA. Yeah. As an outsider looking in. But he's not in LA right now. Okay. Yeah. He's on location. Filming a movie. <gasps> because have you ever heard anything hotter? The lead, no. the lead in the movie. Very Sometimes talented. You're dating successful. actor in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> and I, really didn't as an IMDB in a good way. didn't make it. <laughs> he didn't make his own I all I'm saying is he didn't make his own IMDB. <laughs> yeah, it's um, very cool. I don't feel hot today. I've been um Lately, my wrist has been hurting, and so I haven't been able to really work out the way I would like. Do you and, like? Do you lift? Yeah, since July. Wow. And, um, but that's new, and uh, so I've been since lifting July. a lot. It's new since July, um, and I just like, haven't been able to get to the gym. And then, like last night, I had, to, I had work, and then I had to do a show, and the show ended up being like I spent a lot of time at the show, and it wasn't you know you do so many shows, and some of them are like oh I got a lot out of doing this show, and some of them are like oh I could have slept or gone to the gym or done some self care stuff during this time, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. it was one of those. And then I like woke up and ate Oreos here, and now um it's truly ten a.m. and um 
I ate a handful of chips when I walked in. What is that? Yeah, it's, it's part of the community. It's part of podcast culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, I right now I really truly don't feel hot, but I do think my crush thinks I'm hot, and so I'm. Duh, finding... you're very hot. You're hot. So we had a conversation last night where I could tell he thought I was hot, and then that made me feel hot. But I don't feel hot right now in general. Mm. And I can't tell if my secondary crush thinks I'm hot. Secondary. <laughs> Secondary. Wow. But if a primary, you act like you're not. in like a polyamorous. <laughs> I'm in a polyamorous. I'm at all times in a polyamorous, polyamorous crush pyramid. <laughs> I love that. I do not feel hot today because I, uh, I feel so sick and sort of just like full of snot, and I gained five pounds, which is fine. But just going to be. It's just fine. Which is fine. Yeah. But I haven't been able to exercise because of my illness, and that makes me feel not hot. Well, we mm-hmm. should go. I know. To, as soon as I'm recovered. To Eek. You guys go to Eek. Mm-hmm. We go to Eek. I literally trans... I, like... I, our dynamic in the gym is so amazing. I become this, like, teenage bully. It's amazing because I am really... Uh, <laughs> I don't have the, the drive in the gym. I just don't care. And uh, Catherine will make me do things. And the whole time I'm whining. It is oh so God. pitiful. I'm so like, the- I hate this. I don't like this. Yeah. I don't want to do it. <laughs> no, it's perfect because it makes me then feel like I have to do it for both of us and then I have to get us through it. There yeah. is this gym by the um, apartment that I nanny at and mm-hmm. it's called the Dog Pound. And ev- oh, no. Don't like that. Everyone like inside it. of it... <laughs> Everyone inside of it is truly porn people. And, like, um, they'll be, like, outside, like, doing, like, um, that thing where there's, like, ropes tied. They tie their ropes to a fire hydrant. And they're, like, <sighs> they're jiggling around the yeah, ropes. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're truly, like, Using, this gym like, knows the secret. Like, when I'm rich, I have to assume that the dog pound has a high monthly. But when I'm rich, I'm going to go to the dog pound. And then I will be happy. I hate seeing, like, lumber yeah, involved <laughs> in, lumber. Like, like, Home I Depot know, I know. gym. So, I hate yeah. Home Depot gym culture. I, I know. always walk by. There's like a CrossFit thing called like Murder of Crows. It's like, can you stop? What? It, it's so <laughs> aggressive. It's so like. There's always CrossFit people running on the street and it's so sad. I don't, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't cross- want people to see me. I don't want people to. I don't want I don't want to be on the ground floor. I don't want an open wall. Every CrossFit right. gym is like an audience. Right. I don't want that. I, I don't want, want that no one to look square. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's on the TKTS red stairs. And <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> If one person sees you move, everybody sees you move. That is hell to me. I know, but I do want to go to the dog pound. But I, the dog pound, I don't think is CrossFit. But I, there is a girl named Allie Kiefer who was a very good runner in high school. She was one of the, the probably forty. There's a thing called Foot Locker where it's like the forty best high school runners race, and um, Whoa. she was a Foot Locker finalist. And then she ran for Wake Forest and kind of disappeared for a while. No one really knew what happened to her. Comes out of nowhere last year, the New York City Marathon got fifth place in the women's which is huge. Like it's really like. For a ran- for a, our best American, it would be really good to get for the place. For a rando American, it was huge. So she- now she's coming back to New York, but everyone's like, "What happened?" And she like stepped away from the sport, just did CrossFit for like a year, and then she like trained really hard for New York, and then like with her new CrossFit mentality, got fifth place in the New York City Marathon. Do you think like if you tried really hard at something physical, you could be very successful in it? Like at this point, I feel no. that yeah. <laughs> Me either. I'm really big into like taking stupid little small tasks and like repeating them until I get good at them like we had this like hoops machine in college where it was like basketball like an arcade game and oh, I yeah, just we went to Dave and Buster's you were very into yeah it. I just oh my like God, that was I, so fun. if there's a new thing I will just like stand at it for truly like all day every day until I'm like good at it yeah if I'm not instantly really good at something I don't want to do it comedy is the only thing I've ever been good at in my entire life naturally running no I'm not I'm I was 
I freshman year, there's 40 kids on my freshman year cross country team. I was 39th. The first practice is one kid just walked because his mom was making him do it. And then his mom <laughs> let him quit and I was worst. <laughs> but then by the end, I was fine. But running is another thing where it's like, well, I can do this for just two hours every day and then I'll get good and and, and derive some kind of self-worth out of that. Mm. Is that yeah. healthy? It no. is. I think having a task and then completing the task is yeah. really satisfying, especially if it's something like running. Yeah. yeah. It is good. <laughs> I feel like, wait, sorry. <clears throat> I How are we on time? Oh, great. Okay. Can we talk about, and we can cut this out if not, but can we talk about how you um, hooked up with my brother? <gasps> Wait, I didn't know that. Oh, wait, yes, I did. That was right before Philly. Wait, I, that's my dream couple. <laughs> Me too. But now he's in a Will relationship. Will he be mad? No, we can talk about it. I don't know. It. Will he? I, as someone who is the one who's going to make the decision, we can talk about it. <laughs> okay. But I knew you went on a date. I don't think I knew there was like a... A full hookup? Now I'm like, do I want to talk about this? Do you? I don't know. You can. You never talked about this. Have we not? You and your brother are open. You've talked about because I only knew that you guys. I think it's a fun tidbit for the audience, and I that I I support this. I want my friends and my family to find love. So if it's with each other, I think that's beautiful. And that's why you all support when me and Billy hook up. Yeah, I would love if that happened. I've had other friends hook up with my brother too, and it's like I don't care. I don't care. Wow, we're looking at you. What? I mean, do you feel uncomfortable right now? No, no, it's okay. We can talk about it. <laughs> we should just cut this. <laughs> no, I don't want to. This is the meat. People love when we're honest. It's a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. Like, and if that affects your family, well, you should know sign up for that podcast. Catherine? Oh, my God. What What advice would you have? For Billy or for, for everyone? people about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. Okay, we're not going to talk about it. Cool. <laughs> I will. I mean, it's fine. Okay. It's up to you. <laughs> I mean, so... <laughs> The first time was what? when we were living together. Oh, oh, I didn't it's know juicy. that. It's juicy. This is juicy. <laughs> oh, no, I was visiting. I was visiting town and Billy was also visiting town. Mm-hmm. And Billy had always like been like hit Into on me. you. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was like reeling from something. I don't know. <laughs> and Catherine, I was going to like sleep in Catherine's bed. <laughs> but instead she sleep on a futon. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So wait. Wow. You guys would. You guys would be such a good couple. I don't think so. Well, you would have such hot kids. <laughs> I think that. I mean, it's it's now I understand that it's how I hook up with Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's beautiful. With some retrospect, I really like. I truly did not think about it, and then there was just one picture of you guys standing together, no. and I was like, <gasps> Oh, <laughs> I don't think we look that much alike. You do. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, shoes. and then a few, a couple years later, um, like earlier this year, we went on a date. I remember when you guys went on a date, and I remember being really excited. Yeah. yeah. But then now you both have other partners. Yeah. yeah. And you're both happy. And you're both and very happy. much in love. And yeah. And I'm, my hands are out. We need to have at, Billy on the pod. At this point, my hands are out of week. it. Yeah, no, you, you shouldn't be involved at this point, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I met all of Pat's family. At your birthday brunch. Uh-huh, my cousins and stuff. And your brothers are so cute. Yeah, my brothers are cute. Wait, what are their names again? Terrence, Christopher. Well, Catherine walked in and pointed at my oldest brother said old and then pointed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> are you the old one? Um, uh, Terrence, Christopher, and Jack. And they Terrence, listen. And they Christopher, listen. and Jack. Yeah. At the very least, Terrence What's and Christopher listen. What's the order? Listen. Terrence, me, Christopher, Jack. Jack is a Terrence, is college. Pat, Christopher, Jack. It's crazy how big your family is. I know. And then the, girl, the older girl's name is Grace and the younger girl's name is Emily. Wait, wow. where's Grace in the lineup? She's fifth. She goes to Scranton University. She, I thought it was only one girl. There's two girls. Four boys, two girls. Famously. 
Beautiful. The, my ideal ratio, Terrence, baby. Yeah. Terrence. <laughs> it's so good for girls. Terrence, <laughs> Pat, Christopher, Jack, Nick, Jack, Jack, and then where's Jack? Don't you but here's the thing about Jack. His name is just Jack, not Jonathan. Like Jack is typically short for Jonathan. I can't. I can't Jack is I'll short never... for Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? Jack is short for John. Isn't that really sad? <laughs> but his is just he's birth certificate is Jack Regan. What are your favorites? Ugh. Oh, Jack Regan's a great name. Oh yeah. What are your favorite? That sounds like sort of like a. I like him and then Great. I like the one monosyllabic Jack and Grace at the end. Jack and Grace. I don't get where the other sister is. Scranton University. How old is she? The freshman in the Scranton. What's her name? Grace. What's the other fucking girl? Emily. Name? She's 13. I think this is really fun. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like really upset right now. Okay. Um, anyways. Fine. What are your favorite names? I like a lot of um, Iranian names. I think there are oh, some real yes. for like for girls. I think there's some really beautiful like Nazanin or Nilofar. I think are really beautiful. We joked in a previous episode about like naming our child December, but like ever since I'm like, I'm gonna name my kid December. <laughs> December Regan. I haven't really thought about it. No, a girl December June. December June Regan. December June is so funny. <laughs> February <laughs> August. <laughs> December June Regan. Daisy Rose. Cohen. <laughs> That's such a bad name. Ew. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't really thought about like That's names insane like. that you haven't thought about what you're going to name your kid. <laughs> um, Do you have a crush of the week? My crush of the week is going to be, you're going to hate it, but I love her, Shalane Flanagan, who is the first time I ever watched professional running when I was, I followed high school, I followed college, and it's hard to follow pros because like you're young, you don't know the names. And I was like, it was the Beijing 08 Olympic trials. And I was like, let me go watch a race. I go and turn it. It's a woman's 10K at the Olympic trials. Shalane at her best, the best she ever was at 10K versus Kara Goucher at the best she ever was at 10K. Having it out. And I was like, oh my God, these strong women bringing everything they have to the track. And ever since then, I've like been obsessed with Shalane Flanagan. She would, she would win a bronze at that Olympic Games, which would then be upgraded only recently to a silver because someone who finished ahead of her was a doper and got, to, and got caught. And she... Every single time she's stepped onto the track since then, I've watched, and every single time, she's one of those runners where every time she steps on the line, it's like something exciting might happen. And she was the former American record holder in the 10K, former American record holder in the 5K on the track, current American record holder on the <laughs> in, in the indoor 5,000 meters and the indoor 3,000 meters. I completely blacked out. So let me finish. <laughs> she also just like has this really, she's grounded, has this really cool mentality, obsessed with her interviews. She's nearing the end of her career. So this will be the first time like someone I followed from jump. Well, I'll, she'll, every, mar- now she's a marathoner. She started on the track. Every time she, she races a marathon, it's, there's always this feeling of like, this might be her last. She, she really surprisingly won New York last year. And now she's coming back to New York, and it might be her last race, and she's going to race on Sunday. And uh, let's just say I'll be watching. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was so beautiful. Thank you. I'm, it's nice to see that you can enjoy something. <laughs> and I actually have I actually have something to say about Shailene Flanagan. Shailene Flanagan. Shailene? Yeah. Shailene Woodley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited for Big Little Eyes season two. <laughs> I, my dad for Christmas gave me Shailene's. She has a cookbook. Cook, she has a cookbook, Run Fast, Run Eat Fast, Slow. Run Fast, Eat Slow. But now she has a new cookbook called Run Fast, Cook Fast, Eat Slow. And there was a time this winter when I was like cooking. I mean, now I literally just go to Sweet Green six times a day. When but... we first became friends, I was like, oh, Catherine loves to cook. I do love to cook. I don't have any time right now. Okay, cool. Because I keep getting sick and then being stupid. Cool. And then spending money. Anyways, I have her cookbook and the almond cake was rolling up. Yeah, I buy Shalane's cookbook. I spent like $3,000 in like almond flour last, last winter. 
And that's beautiful. I love that. That's literally the definition of self-care. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did a face mask the other night, which is insane. I'm going to start doing face masks. I love that stuff. I know. I'm really They're all really expensive. If you get like the Sephora, like just cheapy sheet masks. I want to go to Walgreens or How do you treat yourself? Um, I mean, skincare, definitely. Mm -hmm. I love like, I I like to like give myself a night where I do a bunch of masks and like, I, I like to get. Uh, I like to get a facial, that kind of stuff. I all like, I like body stuff where I have to sit and not look at my phone or think about work, and I can just mm-hmm. lay there because, like, when I where I go to get a facial, it's like really painful extractions, and Ooh. I and I love the feeling of like getting carved out. And I've never gotten a facial. I getting I really like it. Out they like scary. dig out all the gunk in your face. Where do I go? I go Which, to Mario Badescu. I've heard that's the place. It's good, and it's like. Not, is your face like red after? For like a couple hours after, you're a little sensitive, but like it, th- by the end of the day, you're fine. Wow. I thing is, I I'm I have to say this to the, they. You guys probably don't know this, but I was I have amazing skin, and so, so I don't, do I. I've never. Yeah, we both, you both do, do actually. Yeah, we both. That's have one of the skin. things on this. That's the privilege of this podcast. Yes. That we're we're acknowledging that. And we're yeah. Then we're gonna try and move. The only privilege that. is just really clear skin. <laughs> the only privilege we have. My life has been. So tough, but you have really good skin. I can't say this again how easy my life is and yet how dramatic I am about everything that's happening. I'm, yes, last, I feel like last episode I was in a really strange place. And I want to make it clear to listeners that I'm still <laughs> in that place. And um, isn't it strange how sometimes things aren't resolved? Yeah. Mm. It will take time. It will take time. <laughs> More revealed. Can I say what yeah. that I did not answer, but I I think I have some a nice journey about mm. just boy boy advice that yes, I please. like because oh, yeah. I feel please. like so it's the one year anniversary of me going to therapy, which is oh been my god amazing. that's amazing um or like around that time whatever mm-hmm. uh, sorry I lied it's not exactly the anniversary you're and such a bitch I'm doing that towards such us a little beach. Towards. um but I could tell that um Catherine could tell I was lying and <laughs> I was like that's not um but. I real like in therapy. I was. I think just the nice thing I realized is like you don't have like the. Often I'll date people where I feel like every day is an audition, mm. <laughs> and the audition to play that person's partner. I know that's me too. Um, and you don't have to do that. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. have to date someone. What's the who, alternative? The alternative is date someone who actually thinks you're smart and nice and funny and hot and makes you feel all of those things. Now I've heard everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, which to me was totally revolutionary where I was like, oh my God, I actually don't have to um, negotiate to feel like those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone who makes you do that does not love you. It's <laughs> bad. Yeah. I think it should be easy breezy. It should, but it, it's never been easy in my experience. I mean, it's going to it's I feel like it's like going to be work no matter what. But the the revelation this year for me was like, I don't have to convince people to like me to see who likes you regular. Do what? To see who likes you regular. Yeah. <laughs> OK, I'll try it. See who likes you just as you are, to quote. Um, just Jones. the way you are. To quote that song. When I see your face. This is Post Malone. One of them. Seek my... treatment. <laughs> when I see your face, seek treatment. When I see your face, seek treatment. <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Bridget Jones. Colin Firth and Bridget Jones is one of my favorite in the world. That's your favorite movie, Colin Firth and Bridget Jones. Yeah, my, like just his parts. <laughs> Famous movie. Um, I love him so much. I've never seen Bridget Jones' diary. Are you serious? Me neither. Are you serious? I'm, I'm, I have like no pop culture reference. Oh my god, it's just one. Of, it's one of the best movies ever. I think you're either. We've talked about this. I think you're either Renee or you're a Michelle. Michelle, no, who? I only have to choose Williams. Oh, I think they're. I like both enough. of them. Okay. Well, I think those two women are we pitted need against each other. Yeah, the I famous like binary. My, my other, my other crush of the week is Michelle Williams. Okay. Who are your guys' crushes of the week? Michelle Williams is now married 
to that musician. He used, she used to date Jonathan Safran Four. I know. Really? My famous story about famously being trapped inside of his house and having to sneak out. But now she's dating that musician. And I've been listening to some of his... I, I put his albums on my Spotify playlist. And the songs, it's it's so, so sad because he his wife died. And so the music is like so beautiful well, and, and so and deeply sad. Her... that Wow, that's so amazing. So they connected on this. It's very beautiful. I hope this is and, okay to talk about. Do you guys think Keith Ledger was hot? Yes. Yes. He's absolutely me and, and my so- roommate one time just looked up on youtube i've never seen brokeback mountain but we just looked up brokeback mountain gay moments <laughs> just watched them oh, kiss I never well, saw there are not oh that many God. and i we watched them for like half an hour on see i think the jake- movie's amazing and he's so hot i, I think so jake dylan was hotter than um no, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's hotter. i i fluctuate on which one i think is hotter but i do think they're both very very are either hot. a jake or a Heath? i don't think Heath is so so hot and i hope i, I don't mean to speak ill of those not with us anymore but i but i'm i know i just never completely got it sure well not everyone's for everyone yeah point is something will happen on my spotify where it'll go on shuffle and then all of a sudden i'll be listening to one of these the saddest songs in the fucking world and i'm like why did i just shuffle myself into a terrible mood you gotta be careful yeah you have yeah. to be, be on spotify be careful well, be, <laughs> take care with the shuffle button i've never even, famously mount erie i've never even place. accessed spotify don't really understand what it is it's so. a huge part of my life I my crush of the week is Spotify. I'm obsessed with Spotify. <laughs> the Discover Weekly playlists are incredible. They do a good job. The radio is incredible. The curated everything about it. It's like it takes care of me. For better or for worse, they know what I've listened. They know. Here's what's scary. They know what I was listening to in 2009 before I even like had an iPod. They like have my LimeWire records. Like they know. They've like been through my entire life. Can I ask you? Would you say Spotify is Bay? Yes, I would say I would make a hat that said Spotify is Bay. Spotify is Bay. Uh, the the worst is that they tell you what your most listened to songs of the mm. year are. It's really I hate because now when I'm listening to something, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't listen to this bad song so much because it's going to be in my top one hundred. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> so I've been okay. listening nonstop to this really sad but beautiful song that was on This Is Us recently in the Vietnam yeah. episode. Is that sad? Is that okay to say? My most shameful Spotify listen from last year was that one of my top <laughs> played songs was Someone in the Crowd from La La Land. Oh, sad. <laughs> Someone in the crowd could be the one you need to know. <laughs> I'm sure I've been listening. I've listened to Waving Through a Window from Dear Evan <gasps> oh Hansen oh, I approximately 600,000 times over the past couple weeks. I don't know what it is. For me, if I'm going to do really a, heard that song. If I'm going to do a Dear Ev Hans, I'll do... Um, uh, What's the other one with him and her? I don't know. It's, I don't uh, know that song. I mean, that show. Oh, oh it could be us. It could be only us. All I know is that she's like, it can be us. Yeah. I just don't care I about hate that. Plays. But... Like, that. That's one play where they really act like they're in a play the whole time. I've never seen the play. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen them like go on late night shows and do their little play shit. And it's like, they're <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, I'm like, you're not even in a oh play right God. now and you're acting like you're in okay, a play. Okay, at the end you of the day. You should have said little play shit instead of saying you like Jeeps in high school. That to me is the most. Only around plays. You just became homophobic. I'm only a homophobic bully around play culture. Play I'm clear. I can't even though I'll make fun of them and they're so nervous about fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my wife wants me to see a play next oh, week. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jesus yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I love plays. I do too. Yeah, so does Mitra. Mitra. But I totally get where you're coming from, and often I am on board with all of everything you're saying. Yeah, you just buy into it. I'm like, why is she buying into it right now? Because, because it, it feels me. nice. It doesn't feel nice to me. I it wish we both rude. said unison. Because it raised me. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we were at uh, in San Francisco the, at Cluster Fest, there was this, um, there was like a stand that was Arrested Development and Patty Harrison kept being, whatever, it was like a Arrested Development. There was like the truck, the stairs car and Patty kept being like, that show fucking raised me. That show raised me. It was so funny. <laughs> 
We love. We love. We love. Um, Mitra, who's your COTR? COTW. Oh, my God. COTW. COTW. Um... I've been listening to that new Carly Rae Jepsen song a lot. I guess she's my crush oh, of the week. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. It's really fun. Can you just, sing it? No. Hmm. I just don't know it well Interesting. to repeat anything. It's too hard for your voice. Yeah, it's out of my range. It's uh, too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if a song is too hard for your voice. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll get vulnerable and raw and real. Um, <laughs> the song is too hard for my voice. The new Carly Rae song is too hard for my voice. Uh, but it's nice. That's maybe my crush of the week. It's just really fun. Feels good. Poppy, walk me through the streets. That's my crush. I love. Sue I me. love. Are we hey. mad at each other? No, I just don't know if I have. I mean, like, I know I have a crush. Oh, well, really you said Spotify too. already. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes, Spotify. But do you want to do another crush? No, I don't. I've said too much. I what? Know. Nothing. Mitra just like it's so funny when I tell her who I have a crush on because she just like her eyes immediately roll all the way back into her head. And she's like, of course. <laughs> well, because I'm often very upset, and I know that it's going to happen. <laughs> what do you know is going to happen? That that I I know that I know the crush is going to happen before Me, it's going to happen. Mitra, as Catherine's sister, who do you? What kind of guy do you want her with? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. I mean, you're. <laughs> so oh, is that okay? To, should we edit this out? I don't know. It's like. My really, it's everything's very complicated right now. Is all I'll say. The things that I want for Catherine are someone who um, pushes her. Mm-hmm. Um, is where, where am I being pushed? Just towards towards your goals, but helps you like I don't know, like keeps helps you think about what is important and just dials in the focus with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also has their own stuff going and is hurtling towards that yeah on their own path mm-hmm. as well in a way that is like i think weaving together is nice but yeah i need my person ultimately to have like a full other that's why i don't always need a comedian or like i don't even i think it's a myth that we have to have a crush <laughs> no i mean a, a partner <laughs> I, I haven't even in the realm of like that you can't even that our that our crush. partner has to be like into the things that we're into like i don't know when that's like i want the person that I'm with that have other interests that they can kind of go off and do that and like I can do my shit and I don't but, need those worlds to mesh together so much. Right. But don't you think that can happen with someone that you're in the same field as too? I think yes. Yes, I do. But I think like people are like, mm, I love plays. They don't like plays. We can never be together. It's like I don't mm. need that. I don't need that. Like we like all the same shit. Like yeah. I need to find someone who's into NCAA cross country. I mean. I don't really have any interests, so. You do. I mean. What are my interests? Your, your career. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Arts, literature. It's. I mean, it's all interwoven, but it's not specifically what you do. Yeah. Poetry, music. Yeah. You're not writing books. Okay. Let's, let's, do, let's do, are you mad at me? Okay. Okay. Do we have any, wait, do you have any more wisdom for us before we go into our final segment? Um, I don't know. Okay. If anything comes to mind, just feel free to share. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I wish I had like fun. I had like fun. I'm like, I feel so boring. No, you are fascinating. (laughs) Truly. Okay. (laughs) Pat, are you mad at me? Be honest. Maybe a little. It's like I woke up in New York, so we canceled on our next episode we're going to record, which is fine. You know what I thought to myself? I'm going to show this girl so much kindness. (laughs) And I'm going to, you know, when someone cancels, you're like, I'm going to make her feel totally cool with canceling. And I was like, it's okay. I'm so sorry you're not feeling well. Yeah. And then you're prickly all podcast. And I'm like, okay. I'm prickly? I, I certainly wasn't being nice so that you'd be nice to me during I'm not the podcast. Being prickly. I'm joking. You said you were prickly. I just really don't feel good. I know. I'm not really and see not I'm not really mad at you. Okay, good. Okay, wow. Because I feel like I hadn't seen you in a while. I know, yeah. Even though I saw you 
not in a while. Well, has it been since the Padma show? Whatever. Saturday. I don't remember Saturday. Oh, no, since Sunday. Sorry. Sunday. Mitra, are you mad at me? No, I appreciate you shepherding me through answering questions. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've a hard time. With what? Being open. Well, it's interesting. Okay, it's interesting because you... You're such, you write so much, but you aren't as open about yourself always. I really don't like to share. Interesting. But you started doing some stand-up, and it's so funny. I've done it twice, which has oh, been fun. You did it, she did it at Club Coming on I, Wednesday. I feel that you are a stand I mean, I just don't like to talk about... I, I'm surprised to find that that's new to you. It, yeah. I mean, it's like... I, I just like to write stuff, like... In do characters. Like character stuff. Because I don't, I don't... It's just hard. And you it's write narrative to, stories and stuff. Yeah. It's hard to be open about... We're so, I mean, I'm not. I just don't like to talk about stuff that's personal. I feel like your tweets are sort of personal because you're talking about like political stuff that is important to you, and it's very like. Uh, I feel like it's like vulnerability, but like with um, a lot of c- a control and reservation. Where mm. it's like, I think it's really effective to share how I feel about stuff that's political. Mm-hmm. So I do. Uh, I think that's like the only way to actually influence people in any way or incite them into action. But mm-hmm. in terms of like my friends or my dating or my family or whatever, it's like very difficult to oh what are you scared of generally when it comes to being too vulnerable oh i mean i think it's like i mean it's it's something i talk about in therapy all the time which Mm -hmm. is like rejection Mm -hmm. of like if if i give this thing then i might not get it back Mm -hmm. and it's really really hard for me to like say how i feel like it's hard like in relationship not so much in friendships but definitely dating Mm -hmm. it's very very difficult because you're that you're so used to being the caretaker cul-de-sac Cul-de-sac. Oldest kid in the cul-de-sac. Find so I want to find I want you to find and maybe you've already found this a partner who makes you feel like the youngest kid in the (laughs) (laughs) cul-de-sac. Amazing. So beautiful. Yeah. Oh, we should all have that. But it's like it's really like pulling teeth. I can't think of anyone more universally beloved besides you. (laughs) Thanks. Mm. Okay, Catherine, are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you at all. I feel really guilty today because I had to cancel a bunch of stuff. No worries. I know that you are annoyed, but it's okay. That you canceled? Yeah. No, I'm truly not. Okay. I always cancel on shit. Okay. I think bailing is. It's the self-care. best feeling in the world. Yeah. But I feel similar it. to you. Like I really don't like letting people down, and I really feel. No, when you're sick, I I always empower people to bail. I just have such a hard time saying no, and have a hard time not doing a million things at once, and I. That's why, that's why I get sick because I don't take care of myself because I over. I overexert myself and I... In the same way. Yeah. It's just like realizing that the things that... I mean, it, you know, every, everything feels important, but just figuring out like what actually serves you. Yeah, I do feel like having... Taking my... T- taking Like I care so much about performing that I know since I have this big show, like I have no choice. I just have to rest now. And um, But it's great that you're doing that. And if it weren't for performing, I'll say this, I guess, say this again. If I wasn't a performer... I'd be dead in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you talked about on the pod like what you think you would do? I guess I don't think we've ever even talked. If I, I wasn't know. a performer, oh my god, I wouldn't do it. I just that's just my thing. Yeah, or no, I could see myself having some random ass job and just having a really simple life. I would not live in New York City. I would live somewhere like just super normal and like um, I would just run a lot and do my work and then go home and sleep. And it would actually be a very nice life, and I would be happy finally. But I refuse to do that. I refuse to do that. Um, I never, I never even thought about living anywhere other than New York City my entire life. Me too. But now that I'm here and so miserable all the time, I'm like, I wish that I was somewhere else. 
Whenever I'm in another city, I'm like, it's so sad. These people think they're like in the right place. But I mean, not a different. I would, I would. No, no, no. I would never live in a different. Even in LA, I'm like, it's so funny how they think they're in the right place. <laughs> but I would never live in a different city. Like, I would never go to like a s- Minneapolis or something. No. I um, I would live in like a, su- I would live in like a suburb. It's, there's comfort there to me because that's how I was raised. Yeah, me too. I love a little bit of that, but I just I have to be in the, oh, I have to be in the heart of it all. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll be. I could. I just want to like. You don't have to do something else. I was okay, just curious. Yeah, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. Oh, is that an option? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can still do this. I mean, there was a time when I was when I thought I wanted to be a doctor, and then I, my dad was like, "I think you just want to be on Grey's Anatomy," and I was like, "That's true." I really want to be on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you want I, I want to put that into the universe. I really, really want to be on. Grey's Let's Anatomy. get Pat on Grey's Anatomy. GoFundMe, Kickstarter. I'm really excited because I've been talking for weeks about how there's this new gay. Ca- well, there's a character Alex? who's been straight. Randy? Or who, oh, there's he's this... played by Jake Borelli, who oh, okay. um he's been straight for the whole time. He's been on maybe for two years, and like he has been at least hetero behavioral in that time. And like now, there's this new really hot like doctor who's been hitting on him, a man, and like that hot doctor <laughs> post on Instagram, like a, an animation of the two, and he was like really special episode tonight. But is it Alex Landy? The... No, it's Jake Borelli, and I think. Nico is the other no Nico's his name. his name in real life though? I forget I forget his name in real life because yeah, I did yeah. a short film with this guy who is a new uh, oh, cast member what does he look like? Asian doctor yes yes yes, yes. yeah He's so gorgeous and they were like okay so but when we like my character was supposed to like um like, is he gay in real life it's no, okay if he's not I don't know it he never, has I, to be. I don't know okay I don't care I have no we idea care. I, I care um my impulse was no but I don't know why um, but also because he was playing so much straight in what we were doing. Totally. See, he is straight seeming. He is um, so intimidatingly attractive and so yeah, nice. He's crazy hot. He always is there. Are always shots of him like in the locker room before the big hospital. He's an ortho <laughs> god, which means he does bone stuff on the show. And um, <laughs> so he posts him and the other guy who's also like who. It's an animation of the two, and he's like special episode tonight. And in my head, I'm like, okay, 42 minutes of straight up gay porn with commercial breaks on ABC. <laughs> But I haven't watched the episode yet. I'm really excited. Yeah. It was I forget why I talked about it. Oh, because I want to be on Grey's Anatomy in real life. Yeah, you will be. I'm I'm like coming into putting stuff out there and I want to put out that goal. So you're not mad at me. You're, you're not, not mad. mad at me. I'm not mad at you. Okay. I'm not mad at you at all. Like when I think about her, I could just cry. I mean, you are one of the best, like, with how busy you are too, to make the time to be such a good friend and always checking in and always thoughtful and always remembering things. It's really special. And it's nice to have a friend. Who I've known since before I, w- I even like was doing comedy. Like I met her before I knew anyone. And then she just like brought me into her world. And I'm just very grateful. Wow. Okay. We're going to cry. Okay. Um, <laughs> so no, I'm not mad at you. <sighs> and I actually don't even care that you're moving to LA because it doesn't matter to me. Because it's we're, we're going to be both back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I but, love I am but you're curious. here to the end of the year. You what? You're here. Yeah, I'm definitely here to the end of the year. year. And I am furious, but it's something that we'll figure out. We'll figure it out. Pat? Amitra, are you mad at me? I'm not. You know, I was sad that you thought I was going to be mad at you that you spilled coffee. I know. (laughs) know. Well, I'm mad at myself because I, this is the one I would least want to spill coffee right before. (laughs) Because of the Philly incident. The Philly incident. Which I don't remember. But you're also a bit of a Bethany. And I always worry that Bethany's, sometimes I feel like my personality can be annoying to Bethany's, which is funny because I love Bethany Frankel so much. But um, she wouldn't love you. She wouldn't love me back. And um, like a Bethany, just in like what way? Like you're so on top. I guess I I get it. When someone's on top of their shit, they're Bethany. And you're not on top of your shit. It scares me. I think they're going to be, I think that they're not going to like me. 
No, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he looks so cute. I know, Pat is... uh, 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 in the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm glad you're not mad. I I'm can never mad. be mad at you. Truly. Thanks. Pat, I'm not mad at you. I feel... We, we, now we're doing it again like you've already done. Have I done it? <laughs> yeah. Have I already done it? I'm seriously like... Mad. Yeah. I, already I also I don't you? remember. You were... Because you were like, I think you're going to be mad at me. I'm sorry. I need my... I need my... Um, ready for this? <laughs> Go you laugh so hard. I need my coffee. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> I need my Kofi. Kofi. If you're boring as fuck, Kofi. If you're unlucky in love, Kofi. If you just can't go Kofi. Kofi. With Kofi and Fifi. And we Fifi Dobson. And I think, unless you. Do you guys remember Fifi Dobson? Yes. Wait, who is that? I only know from now that's what I call music. I have no idea. In the club. No, I don't know. Up and down. I in don't the know club. why I said it. Okay. Up and down in the club. We jingle, are going jingle. every direction. I'm wearing my jeans, boot cut jeans. I am wearing jeans. my mini I'm skirt. In the club with my girls. I don't need my man tonight. I'm going out with my girls. I'm Fifi Dobson. Wow. No, no, no. Now no, that's what I call music. Oh, oh. Do we have any plugs? Please get tickets for my Joe's Pub Show November 8th, 11.30 p.m. And I am going to email and say I'm doing my show November 20th at the Duplex. I actually just can't believe you're still bringing it up. <laughs> you have not confirmed with the venue. I'm doing this show back. They're going okay. to send you a cease and desist. When I take <laughs> off these headphones, all of my hair will have fallen off. <laughs> That's a plug. That's a plug. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, Three Busy Deborahs, Union Hall, November 6th, 7.30 p.m. Um, and Can you say like what shows you've written for and like where they can see them? So I've written for, a lot of them are coming out next right, year. Okay, I'm not, it's going to be a long list. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cut for time. Um, Pod Save America, the last episode is actually coming, it will have come out by the time this is out. Um, their That's HBO fun. specials. Um, hee hee, please vote, hee hee hee. Um, yeah, you have like a political message because you're really wise. <laughs> my political message no i mean no i i my political message is just um do research and vote and um donate to the candidates if you can and vote blue vote blue <laughs> uh keep an eye on the ohio race it's really important um yeah just um be involved in the way that you can be involved i think is like it it's so draining to do anything but it feels really really good to do something um amen amen um what else um Miracle Workers and High Maintenance coming out next year. Obsessed. Um, Thank you, Mutra. We love. We love. We live. We We live. We love. We love. And that's our episode. Forever Forever Dog. (laughs) Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.